from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. This is You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Shem's so proud. Shem's so proud of his wordle today that he spoiled it on TikTok before 7 a.m. I just went ahead and deleted it. Did you? I did. Oh, no! I did. Because Shem is so proud of himself. Shem, what happened? Oh, he, how did he, he spoil it? Like, did you say he, the word? No, no, no. He posted before. He posted before seven a.m. Where he put his whole. Because Shem got it in two lines today, right? Oh, bravo, like, bravo. bravo. I know. Thank I got to find that. Right? Thank you. And he, was, and he was so proud that he did one of those videos where you put your whole puzzle as your background. Right? Oh, okay. And, but yeah. but only Shem didn't put what his score was. He put his first word guess and his second word guess. Like you oh. see the whole puzzle, and he's just like in front of a dancing. Doing, doing one of those, right? Yeah. yeah. And so you put that before 7 a.m. What were, Did you get killed oh, immediately? Oh, man, right away. I had like four or five comments. Like, you haven't even done it yet. What the hell's wrong with you? No, no. But keep in mind, none were like impressive. Great job. You got it in two tries. It was just immediately, I hate you. And we got to go. I got to touch on this again, too, um, because we had accused Dammit Maury of cheating at Wordle, where I think that Maury goes and Googles the word first and then tries to like sort of go backwards and figure out how to do the word. Right. Which is quite difficult to do. So I'm looking at Maury's Wordle from two days ago. Right. And first of all, Maury gets to the fourth line. Right. So so the third line, Maury puts mitts. M-I-T-T-S. Mm -hmm. So he knows the M is in the right place. The I is wrong. The T is right, but not in the right place. There's another T and then the S. So Maury's fourth attempt was month. M-O-N-T-H. So the M is in the right place. The O is in the right place. The N is in the word. The T is in the word, but not in the right place. And there's no H. So that's fourth word was month. Maury's fifth word was also month. <laughs> you think if you typed it out twice, it'd be right? Okay, so Maury already knows that the N and the T are not in the right place. Yeah. His word after that, he puts them in the right place. He, like, he, he keeps them <laughs> where they the are. Space. In the same spot. And then Maury's sixth attempt. So he knows that the N and the T are in the word, but not in the right spots. So then we get to word six, Okay. Maury's final line. And again, I have to go back. So word number four was month. Mm -hmm. Word number five was also month. <laughs> okay. I cannot stress this enough. The M is in the right spot. The O is in the right spot. Maury knows that there is an N and a T that are not in the right spot. <laughs> Maury's sixth attempt was the word mouth. <laughs> okay, Maury knew there was an N in the word. For Maury's final attempt, he didn't use the N. Come on, man. Okay, that's not, that's not how you play Wordle. Okay, Maury. And just to recap again, okay, for people who are who are good at Wordle, just imagine this. Okay, Maury's fourth attempt was month. There was an M O N T. That was Maury's fourth attempt. Uh -huh. Maury's fifth attempt was also the word month. <laughs> 
M-O-N-T-H. So he knows there's an M, O, there's an N, there's absolutely a T. Maury's final word was mouth. M-O-U-T-H. He got rid of the N. <laughs> Like how do you how do you want to win? Yeah. <laughs> Even with cheating, you still get yes, it you still can't completely win. wrong. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, and also, uh, what is the appropriate time to uh, post publicly for Wordle if you want to let people know? Because I'd say the afternoon. Afternoon, yeah. Like most, I guess most people will like as soon as they get up, they try, right? M- most yeah. people, yeah. Listen, if you get it in two, you can post whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Right? And, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Do you have a sound that you make when you are eating a, a meal that you're thoroughly enjoying? And when you take that first bite, you can be starving. You take oh, that like first a, bite. Like, like a, a moan. Like or, a, mm, no, I don't know if I do moan. I don't know I think if most I do. people do. Just say, like, let me, let me just wait. Like, wait, if wait, I have. Let me get into my own head here. You talk, let me get into my own head. Let's say in front of you, you have, mm. like, the tastiest burger that you just finished making mm-hmm. it's got all your favorite mm-hmm. fixins mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. side mm-hmm. you have fries gotcha. and also wings and on. you have like four different okay. dips okay your absolute favorite okay. dips yeah and so, you are you finish a, a hard day am I, am I alone or are there any other people in the room you are alone okay so my kid's not stealing my wings nobody is okay. touching that food okay. and you just came off of like the hardest working day and you sit okay. down yes, and sir. you mm. not even at the table at your yeah. favorite your favorite spot on the couch yes, sir. coffee table in front of Love you that. you got all the food there all of it put on your favorite okay uh you know, reality prison show on Netflix. Yes, sir. World's toughest prisons. You're ready to have a night. Perfect night. The perfect you take night. that first bite. Yes. Of yes, that burger. Yes. And you say what? Probably nothing. Um, oh. No, no, what? I will. No, <laughs> no. I am trying to think. I think that I don't do a moan. Like I don't go. Like I don't do that. I think that if I took a bite of something that I really liked, I think my sound is. Mm. That's mine. Is it? Yes. Yeah. We were made for do each it, other, bro. Do it now. So if I take a bite, yeah. I'm like, mm. Okay. So like let me, that. Okay. Or sometimes, yeah. Yeah. it depends on what the food is. Burgers, pizza, any type of pasta does it for me. Okay. Right? So go. Go now with or your sound. wings. And I will yeah. go, mm. Or I will oh, go, yeah. hold on now. So I'll take a bite. I'll go, yeah. mm. Yeah. Like that. Oh, you or, drag it out. Yeah. Or it'll be like a quick, like, mm. See, that's me right there. Okay, so right. you do, you go long, I'm going to go short, okay? That says nothing about us as individuals or men. I'm just saying that for that's the purposes of this, shut up. You go long, I'm going to go short, okay? Uh-huh. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. Mm. Yeah, that's what it would sound like if we were eating together. <laughs> In case anybody's wondering. Because this guy uh, <laughs> went online and asked this question. He's got a ton of replies, right? Yeah. He goes, uh, my wife often moans when she eats, especially when she's really hungry. The moans start a little loud and then more sensual, and it continues through dessert. Interesting. I used to find it annoying that she moaned when she ate, but now I find it kind of funny. Does anyone else do this, or is my wife a little wacky? Well, just like constant moaning throughout e- yes. eating, though, huh? Like constant moaning. Like it doesn't stop like at every bite you're moaning? Listen to this. A bunch of replies came through. My grandfather hums continuously throughout the meal process from preparation all the way through digestion. From preparation? He emits a low grumbling slash purring. It's somewhere right above, just barely audible, 
and seemingly tuned for the express purpose of driving me into a long, murderous fury. <laughs> yes, I can only After imagine. After living with them for six months, I can no longer eat with them in the same room. Mm. Another person said, I have only moaned once when I ate food, and that yeah. was when I went to have an expensive dinner with my whole family for my grandmother's uh, celebration. Okay. Started with chicken liver parfait with olive rolls. My God, it was the greatest thing I've ever okay, tasted. This person is, you and I would not be friends. Another person said, uh, my brother mumbles like a disturbed <laughs> cat when he eats. <laughs> really, huh? So Dan and Maury made some cold calls across the country to find out from people if they make uh, their good food sounds. Hello. Hey, what's going on? It's Dan and Maury with the Roz and Mocha Show. How's your day going? I'm good, Maury. How are you? Great, thank you. Here's the question. We all make a sound when we eat something really good. Give me your good food sound. Mm, excellent. Mm, yes. Oh, mm. wow. Okay. What were you eating in your mind? Um, maybe lobster with butter. Oh, wow. Okay, so what is your good food sound? My good food sound. Well, it's so funny that you asked me that. Just, <laughs> we were celebrating a birthday and we were having this like delicious cookie cake. And my family was like, uh, do you know what sound you make while you're eating that? I said, well, no, but it's my favorite. So what sound do I make? They were like, you kind of mumble a little bit while you're eating. And I go, well, what, what do you mean mumble? And they all did it in front of me. And then I took another bite and did it. And it was like, oh my gosh, here's what it sounds like. Yeah. Taking a bite, taking a bite, it just goes. Mm, That's so weird. <laughs> Couldn't be friends with this woman. Are you married? Uh, no. <laughs> Do you think that's why you're single? Oh, jeez, that's harsh. Uh, some speculated, yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, it's Dan Mori with the Roz and Mocha Show. Okay, when you're eating something really good, what is your good food sound? Well, you know what? I'm actually eating dinner right now. Um, so my brother, actually, he made some um, chicken tacos. Oh, I haven't even see? taken a bite yet. Um, okay, take a bite with a me right now. Take a bite right now and let's hear a good food sound. Okay, give me one second. Mmm. This is really good. Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like stuffing my face. Do you make a good food sound? If it's very tasty, like it's very seasoned well, sometimes. <laughs> my sound usually go like the Campbell Soup commercial. Mm-mm, good. Like, it's like one of those, mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Take another bite. Take another bite. (laughs) We all make sounds when we eat something tasty. What is your good food noise? Do you have a good food noise? So when I'm eating a food, and I'm Italian, so any food is freaking delicious to me. But usually what I'll do, and I did this on a first date once, and he looked at me like I had four eyes. But I just, I sat back and I go, mmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> look at me like I and I go okay hold on I kind of looked at my surroundings and I was like you know what uh, that was not the right thing to do and I had to bounce back from that but it's kind of like a mm-hmm. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast let me get you this story here so they asked people homeowners mm. right 
about various types of tools and what they felt comfortable using. Okay. Only 52% of people said they're confident using what? A tool. Oh, like um, uh, uh, 50, only 52%. Only half of the people said that they were confident using what? Can opener. Confident using? No, like tool, tool, Maury. Not a, like not, a hammer? They're not, confident not a, using a hammer. Not appliance tool. So only 52% of people said that they were confident using a what? So you say hammer, Mocha. Yeah. Uh, more, or, or power drill. Power, power drill? drill, Mocha. Okay. Floor so sander. Floor sander. Floor sander. No, 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 no. Power you, drill. I would, say, I would say a whole lot less than 52% of people would feel confident using a floor sander. Yeah. So you say a drill. I'm going to say pow power drill. Yes. Power drill. Okay. Uh, and, I agree with that. And, I, I would, you, I you would say drill. Yeah. Uh, Shem, do you have a guess on this? Um... When it comes to tools, uh, let's say a plunger. A plunger what? tool. Yeah. That's only a tool. okay. Plunger. Only fifty-two percent of people say they are comfortable using, confident are using any a of the plunger. We gave correct. No, I've never so used a plunger. Only fifty-two percent well, of people polled said that they're confident using a screwdriver. What? what? Oh, stop it! Only. Confident using a screwdriver? It's like the only, easiest, easiest thank tool you. ever. Thank you. Screwdriver was also number one in the most confident people I mean, felt it's using hard a tool. to find the right size. Only 47% of people said that they felt comfortable using pliers. What? Followed by 46% of people who said that they felt comfortable using a wrench. Now, when it comes to... Okay, these are very basic tools, by the way, yeah. people. You can make these out of sticks. <laughs> okay. Uh, also basic tools that every homeowner should have laying around the house. Thank you. Now, when it comes to being able to do things around the house, mm -hmm. okay, um, when it comes to home repairs is what they call this. Keep in mind, I'm using this very, like, liberally when it, I say home repairs. Okay. Okay. What is the number one thing on the list that people feel confident about doing around the house when it comes to home repairs? Changing a light. Mocha, yeah, what do you light say? Bulb. Light bulb. First of all, changing a light bulb is not a home no, repair. No, I meant changing a no, light. No, I'm saying that that's Fixture. what people are are probably going to say yes. is a home repair, is changing a light bulb. Right. Mocha's right on this, Maury. Changing a light bulb. Now, here's the top five DIY things we do ourselves, okay? Okay. Now, again, when I say DIY, I am like being very, very generous with the term DIY home repairs, Okay. So changing a light bulb is on there. Is changing a light fixture on there? No, not even is close. swapping out a toilet on there? Uh, not even close. What? Not even is close. patching drywall on there? Not even close. Changing a, a, a door handle, a doorknob? Not even close. Are you serious? No. Okay, so here are the top five things that we're proud that we can do ourselves around the house. Oh, my God. Okay, go. Ch changing a light bulb. Yeah. Cleaning out the dryer vent. Oh, no, that should just be a weekly occurrence. Swapping out the filter on an air conditioner? No, that's every, like, three months. Tightening the hinge on a door? No. Oh, I'm so proud when I do that. My favorite one, testing the smoke alarm. Twice a year? That's a button. Yeah. So so now pushing a button is a DIY that's home project? No, sorry. I'm sorry. You are not going to go on YouTube and find DIY okay, now. testing... <laughs> Thank you. Testing it. Like, you know, I would say, you know, DIY, how to swap out a toilet. Yes. Right? How to change a sink. Yes. How to do, uh, you know, a, fix a faucet or yes. swap out a faucet. Yes. Now, one in three people also said they think that they could unclog a sink. Think? Come on, people. 
29 cent, 20, 29% of people said that they could locate a stud in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Maury. Maury's like, I got right over here. <laughs> Maury's like, I got him hidden all behind, behind the drywall. Uh, uh, how do you find a stud in the wall, Maury? <laughs> He's a stud finder, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you find that, Maury? <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Kristen Bell on Ellen uh, today and talking about her relationship with Dak Shepard. And they have difficult conversations. And I don't mean difficult conversations as in things that are going to take a lot of planning, a lot of sort of emotional resources. They have difficult conversations because I mean difficult conversations to bring up to the person you're in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. So they're talking about crushes and how Dax and Kristen Bell have these open conversations about their other crushes. Oh. And so listen to the way that Kristen Bell explains it. You were here recently with your husband, Dax, and uh, professing your love for other, lots of other people. You have a lot of crushes. I mean, who doesn't? If you don't have a lot of crushes, you are lying. I'm just going to say that right now. He has a lot of crushes, too. We just are, I guess now, one of the only couples uh, that talk about our crushes with each other. And I think that's healthy. I do, too. And everybody, some people think it's weird, but I'm like, but no, there's a a trust factor. I love him, but, like, I'm married. I'm not dead. Like, other people are attractive. (laughs) So here's my problem with this, is that Mm -hmm. in order to have this conversation, in order to sit down and have the, the crushes conversation with your partner, you both ahead of time have to know how the other one feels about having this conversation. This isn't something that you can just bring up without knowing 100% the way that your partner is going to react. You can't throw the bomb into the middle of the room of, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we discussed our crushes? If you don't know that your partner is also interested in discussing crushes. That is a very dangerous, very dangerous thing to do. Maury. Oh my gosh. We talk about it at home all the time. Matthew knows that I have a crush on Anthony from Queer Eye, and I know that he has a crush on Sean Desmond. Anybody else? Oh, the list goes on and on. I just didn't think you had a lot of time. <laughs> the list goes on hey, and man, on. We got lots of time. But, huh? but Who you, else you want to shout out? <laughs> but you knew. But you knew. But you knew, Maury. Like, you've always known, I guess, that you and Matthew were these type of people where you could yeah. just openly have these conversations but, about crushes. But Kristen Bell is right, though. Like, it's if, you're, if you don't have other crushes, you're lying. Like, it is. Everybody has but them. But then who's the one that but initiates? But that's like, the thing. You have to know, the, you, you have to oh, know he, your partner. My husband initiated it. It's okay. not about having crushes, I don't mm-hmm. think. I think it's about initiating that conversation where that can go so wrong on so many levels. You have to do it from day one. From day, day one? Oh my god. You have to do it from day yeah, one. Do, have, do, you, do you and Jenna Mocha no. talk about crushes I, at all? But why you, do you go no like it's weird? Um, I think part of, of with Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard and then also with you, Dammit Maury and your husband, Dammit Matthew, right? You're playing in a pool or you're talking about this pool where Everybody in the conversation, you kind of have, like, um, easy access to those people. So the conversation is a little bit more than just celebrity crush. No, let's, right? not, let's not say well, nobody's going out on – nobody's no, 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 going to no, 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 cheat. No. Let's just say crushes 
Do you and Jenna, your no. wife, you don't discuss crushes? Do you guys? I don't. No, 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 we don't at all. I think you also at have all. to think that I'm not comfortable with that. Me neither. And like if, you and if to... Catherine wanted to, I'd be. I think I'd be really crushed. Yeah. <laughs> if because if because then I would feel that I had to right. Mm-hmm. Like if if she started going on about her crushes, oh, I thought you meant like insecure. No, like I would be insecure, yeah, right? But like if she started, if Catherine decided one day to start talking about crushes and going off on crushes and stuff, right? And then she was like, "Well, you have to have some." Then I would feel pressure. Yeah, but if you're watching a movie and she sees George. Clooney and she's like, oh, that is an attractive man. I swear to God, I am not even lying, right? Mm-hmm. I am not even lying. In all the years that Catherine and I have been together, we've never sat down and watched something where somebody on the screen has elicited the response from one of us being like, oh, they're so hot. Not yeah, once. Never, never. Not once It'll from either up, of us. Like, I know Jenna will have a conversation with like one of her friends and she may tell me about it after. Yeah. Like, it wasn't that long ago that she said to one of our friends, Julie, they were talking about Yellowstone. Yeah. And Julie was like, you know, um, Jane, not Jane. Yeah. Uh, Casey, Casey. Casey. Yeah. Like Casey really does it for me. Yeah. And then Jenna was like, yeah, no, I'm like in the rip. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. Right. Like rip. Yeah. Like the man yeah. on the show. You want to fight yeah. someone? Fight yeah. me. I'd, I'd sleep in the, in the garage Dog, that night. Five days later, I'm at Mark's <laughs> looking at Carhartt jackets yeah, exactly. and pants and yeah. fitting for a cowboy hat yeah. online. I know. I know. It's yeah. You I can't, can't stack up to no. somebody like oh rip on Yellowstone. I, I would be crushed if I heard if I heard that conversation where she was like, mm, "So and so does it for me," especially yeah. if it was like a private conversation with a friend that maybe I wasn't like supposed to hear the whole thing. <laughs> I would yeah, but just she be always like, comes oh, home to you. It, no, but that's not even remotely cool. <laughs> Who still thinks like that? You know, that's like that's what Matthew like, says. Like, like, I'm the waste. Matthew's that, like, oh, well, you know, like if I went for dinner with Sean Desmond, I'll still come home for to you. Like that's like when like when, yeah, when wives when wives were forced to put up with their lousy husbands and they had to adopt some sort of narrative and, and attitude of I don't care where he goes and gets his appetite as long as he comes home for dinner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that that's not that's no way to live, man. It's uh, no way to live. Boyfriend and I talk about crushes all the time. Really? We all also have an open relationship oh well there you go um i did the other day about josh from blues clues <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on now. he's a nice guy he sings he plays come, guitar come on. he loves us lola um let me see no. here somebody uh, said enrique iglesias my husband and i have always talked about our crushes we also point out other attractive people of the opposite sex really? to one another really yeah. Like, but just like even when you're out in the world, like if it's a stranger, like if you're at like a Starbucks and stuff like yeah, that. Maury and Matthew have done Matthew that. Did, we were you watching guys do that all the time. We were watching Cheer on Netflix, and one of the guys took their shirt off, and Matthew no, was no, like, no, oh, I don't hello. mean I don't mean on television more. I mean like oh, if you and, guys and, are out at a restaurant yes, and like your waiter is beach. super hot. If we're in the summertime oh, on the beach, if somebody yeah. has their shirt off, Matthew would be like, Oh wow. Oh god, I would die. Can I read this one yeah, text before please. we go to this next, yeah, next song? Yeah. Hey, it's Paul. So my wife has a crush on a gynecologist. Oh, no. Oh, really, man, why well, you got to huh? put your, your real name out there? Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, Paul, by the way. <laughs> Paul, Paul, Paul. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Doing a lot of reading over here, this guy, trying to figure out just how healthy or unhealthy it is to have those conversations about crushes um, with your partner. Because... Kristen Bell was talking about how she and Dax Shepard have all sorts of crushes and they discuss them with each other. And I was like, man, but that's a real hard thing to bring up for the first time, for the very first time. If you don't know how the other person in the relationship is going to react, like if you don't know if they're receptive to that kind of conversation, that's like a you may be stepping in it at that point. Um, This person did not say who their crush is, but I'll read you this text. Yeah. 
Hey, Razamoka, my husband knows who my all-time crush is. I often say, if he comes knocking at my door, I am gone. Wow. That's <laughs> <laughs> taking it a little too far. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, it's... I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I would be so like, I, I would be, I think that I would be put in a position where I would then force myself to have to take part rather than willingly taking part. You know what I mean? Like right. I would be doing it against my will just to sort of make her happy. I don't know. That's a tough thing to do, but maybe a crush is a crush, but then it still takes up space in your head and you're still thinking about it and all this stuff. Jansen, what's your story? Yeah. So my wife knows I have crushes. We don't discuss them openly. But she knows because I follow them on uh, social media okay. all over. Now, I've uh, also named my 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 vehicles after my crushes. <laughs> so I've, so, so how, I've, how I've many had, vehicles do you have, and what are the, okay. their names? So I've had this is I'm, I'm on my third truck. So my first truck I named after uh, Anna, as in uh, from Anna Kornikova. Okay. And then my second truck I named after Kate, under uh, Kate Beckinsale. Gotcha. Yeah. And now my third truck is uh, Black Widow because obviously she's black, but also because of ScarJo. Okay, right. So, <laughs> so, so she knows she knows that I have a question, but we don't discuss it openly. But at, at the same time, I don't think it's weird if we were to discuss it openly. But you don't have like a bicycle named Deborah who works down in the wood department, Home Depot, right? <laughs> you know, no, you know, like your your crushes are all sort of celebrity based, right? Right. Okay. Right. No, you don't have crushes on somebody that you know that is in your sort of world. Oh, I, I kind of do, but I, I haven't told her. Oh, you don't oh. talk about those. Okay. <laughs> those, oh. th those are my bikes. Oh, I, I got gotcha. bikes. I gotcha. I gotcha. Anybody? Uh, I don't know why I should ask. What? Anybody, anybody you work with? No, no. This is so. Th there used to be. Uh, I used to go to a salon, and there was this girl that used to color my hair. Oh, yeah. Or friends at IG. Right. Always but, the way. but, you know, I'm always like liking her posts. Yeah, because and it, does your wife know that you like her posts? No, no, but she knows. She she asked me before. She goes, "How do you know her?" I go, "Oh, she's the one that used to color my hair before." Yeah, because they <laughs> she touches you, right? That's why she gets all up in there, makes your head feel good. Damn, Jansen. Damn, <laughs> Jansen okay. with good hair. I know. <laughs> Bro, we appreciate you. Have a great day, man. <laughs> all right, brother. Later. All right, Tanya. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Hi. Uh, what was tell Roz the the text that you just sent in to us, please? Okay, so. Well, and I have been married for 15 years. We have three kids, and we have, like, our three famous people of free passes. Okay. So, like, if, for example, I'm at a Justin Timberlake concert, and he sees me, and he's like, oh, hey, want to come backstage? That's my free pass, because he's one of my three. What would you do backstage with Justin Timberlake? We would just have, like, a coffee. <laughs> no, but, like, right. when you say no, no, free no. passes, what <laughs> you know what a free, free pass passes, means. though? Like, are you talking, like, you guys have free passes for celebrity adultery? Not for, like, real-life people, because that's, like, not cool. <laughs> okay. Highly unlikely. Okay, so Justin Timberlake <laughs> is on your list. Justin Timberlake, who else? Who else? Yeah, and then I, so my list is, like, kind of interchangeable. So I have, like, Rip, 100%. Oh, Rip from, from Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yo, you have to fuck yeah. my wife for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Thor, but only when he's Thor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris but when only, he's only Thor. Thor. But only when he's Thor. Okay, short hair Thor or long hair Thor? Long hair Thor. Long okay. hair Thor. Okay. And right. what? And, and does your husband resemble any of these gentlemen? Um. Yeah. Probably like a rip. Okay. That's just because he wears like yeah. jeans. No, he's got like the beard. Okay. okay. No cowboy hat, but gotcha. like. 
we can work with it. Wow. Okay. So, so right. you, you have free passes, is what you guys say. When so you just sit there but and like, talk. Uh, but do you like to sit there on the couch and talk about how hot Rip is to him? And he just like sits there and I'll says say what? It. But what no, does he I'm say? I'm like, oh, that Rip. It's it's. I don't know. We're just comfortable with each other. It's it's not like we're really gonna go and do anything. But it's just it's a fun thing. I think it's. I think it's normal, but it's always been, like, we're just open with each other, and he right? Says, and he says that to you? Like, he'll see somebody hot and go, oh, yeah. my God, they're so hot. So, like, he loves Shakira. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. Uh, yeah, I guess fair enough. I guess my point was that it's just a very difficult conversation to to to, to lead it to be the first one that initiates it. It's to be the first one that says, "Hey, let's start talking about you know who who else we find attractive besides each other." I think unless you know right. fully how that that conversation is going to be taken by the person you're with, it's like you could be doing yourself some serious damage. Like digging a grave. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Wow. Yes. Right. Thank you so much. And dedication to your no boyfriend. Problem. We're going to play Shakira for him right now. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day. Thanks, guys. Later, Bye. 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 The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. We're going to talk to a young lady named uh, Liz White. She's on hold right now, and her story is incredible. I've always thought that, you know, when you go to an all-inclusive vacation, right, you start thinking, hey, I wonder if you could live at an all-inclusive resort, right? right? Like, you wonder those. And then you start thinking other things when you start traveling, which is when you're young, you're like, hey, what could I go and just live in a seniors community somewhere in Florida, pay a little bit less in rent, and not have to worry about anything? So mm-hmm. Liz White was from Philadelphia. She's 30 and single, left Philly, moved to Florida to live at a seniors community. Liz White, welcome to the Ronza Mocha Show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Liz, I love everything about your story. <laughs> thank you so much. Okay, you were living in Philadelphia. Yes. What kind of place were you living in in Philadelphia? I was living in a high-rise downtown Philadelphia. Okay. Oh, wow. And then, so what, your parents had retired to Florida? Is that the deal? Yep, they're snowbirds, so they go down for the winter months. And so you would go down and visit them, and then you just, what, fell in love with this retirement community? (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. My job went remote during COVID, and Uh I just thought, why not? make a change of scene. So is this, are you living in the same retirement place as your parents? Yes, I am, which is just <laughs> oh another God. level of clarity. That is another level. <laughs> oh okay, so what, what, is the, what is the average age, if you know, of the people in that little retirement community and in the town you're in? Yeah, I know in the town, the average age is 66. <laughs> and wow. in the retirement community, probably about the same. What are the perks of living in a senior's retirement community? Honestly, I think it's the community. Everyone is so nice to each other. Everyone is helpful to each other. Um, And it's just been really nice, a slow change of pace in life from living in the city. And when you see other, you know, I guess your neighbors, you see people walking around or people that live uh, in your, your close vicinity. How do they treat you? Do they look at you as like, like a grandchild almost? Like they want to help you out. They want to take care of you, make sure that you're you're eating well, stuff like that. Yeah, they really have taken me under their wing. They bring me like snacks during the day. They invite me to their dinner parties. So they've been super sweet. Uh, one thing I love that you said is that uh, one of the perks they get from having you around is that you're DTP. <laughs> oh, yeah. Down to puzzle. Down to puzzle. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so so you're there, but I didn't know. Like, are are thirty year olds generally allowed to move into seniors retirement communities? Yeah, I think it depends where you live. In this building, it's not technically an age restricted community. Okay. It just happens to be all people who are retired and over the age of sixty five. What mm. time's dinner? Uh, for most people, it's. No later than five, but they do oh, have a yeah. weekly dinner at 3 p.m. Three. That I like. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is my kind of spot. So are you going to those 3 p.m. dinners? No, because I'm at work, but sometimes oh. I'll bring you leftovers. Like if oh, you walk so around nice. that retirement community at, you know, like 930, is your unit the only one that has a light on? At night? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever, and like no fault of your own, just like being a, a 30-year-old woman, right? Have you ever had... Uh, like one of your neighbors knock on your door or maybe tell you the next day, like, you know, dear, like last night we were trying to sleep and you were watching TV a little bit too loud or you're listening to music a little bit too loud. To be honest, that hasn't happened. I try not to disrupt things too much, but they did have a party a couple weeks ago where the cops were called because they were being too loud. No! So they can get even rowdier. Yeah. <laughs> really? What time? What time did this rager go till? Well, it was eight thirty p.m. Oh, so. Yeah, I'll tell you, I've I've lived beside I've lived beside old people before. Yeah, old people will never tell you you're being too loud because old people are deaf. Yeah, you're the one that has to knock on their door because oh, they're man. watching Wheel of Fortune at like full volume. Uh, are you you're single, correct? I am, yes. Now, are you actively dating? You're not interested in dating? And what is dating like for you down there? Yeah, I'm dating. It's definitely a little harder. There are some more younger people who are, you know, doing the same thing I did and moving down here. But I do have to set the radius out a little bit farther on the dating app. Oh, yeah, I guess. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your what's your long-term plan? I mean, obviously, you know, uh, we're all not going to be working from home forever. I mean, unless that that's an option for you, if so, great. But is this your sort of long-term plan or is this, you know, a kind of great experience to just, you know, get that closeness to your family for a couple of years? You know, we'll see what life brings me. I feel like I'm kind of peaking in life right now. Like most people wait till retirement to live, you know, by a beach in such a nice yeah. little community, but I'm enjoying it for now. Hey, are they gossipy down there? Like, are all those old people super busy? Like, if you bring a guy home, are you, like, the talk of the block? Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is, Liz, what is, like, the biggest drama that you've come across between people who are living in this retirement community? There are just always dramas about, you know, different rules in the building because it's an HOA community, so yeah. people always disagree on different rules. Uh, and uh, are there, is, 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 please tell me that, like, at least there's, like, two old men that just hate each other but tolerate each other. <laughs> you know, I have not seen that, <sighs> but maybe behind closed doors. I'm sure they do. Hey, has anybody ever had, like, an affair down there? Like, has, you ever, like, has there been that kind of drama? Not that I've seen. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I just watch too many movies. You know what I mean? Like, I like I, li I like to think I know what goes on at the retirement community, but I really don't. I have no idea. Uh, this is amazing, though. Uh, you're happy, though, right, Liz? Yeah, I'm super happy. I'm living the dream. God, right. that place must just smell like baking all the time. You know, it does smell pretty good. Hey, are you like the young person? Because you're the young person there, or do they rely on you for like young people things? Like, are you the one 
that has to like go and, and reset somebody's Wi-Fi and stuff? Yeah, I'm definitely the designated tech support for <laughs> Wi-Fi. I can't get the camera to work, Liz. Please help. Oh, that's yeah. so great. Uh, Liz, your story is uh, is so fantastic. Uh, that's uh, Liz White who moved from Philadelphia down to a Florida, Florida retirement home. She's 30, by the way, and single, living with seniors. Thank you, Liz. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Kathy, welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, What in your life needs fixing? Uh, How can I fix my relationship with my brother while not having one with his wife? Oh, wow. That's tough. So you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. My little brother got married. His wife and I used to get along, but she ended up kicking my sister and I out of the wedding. Then she disinvited our nieces and nephews, which caused a chain negative reaction, and no one is speaking. I just want to be able to figure out if I can salvage a relationship with my brother without having to have a relationship with her or if I need to let it go now, uh, now that he's married uh, to her and just continue on with my life. The one thing you didn't tell us in all of this is what happened. So... They had a long engagement. They got engaged in 2018. They The wedding was planned for April of 2021. In January of 2021, um, everything is still closed. She sent out a message asking, like, hey, um, it's really causing me a lot of stress that you don't have your dress yet for the wedding. And I think it would be best if you were in a, were in a part of the ceremony in April, but, like, you could have a dress and be a part of the the reception in november because of covid they were only going to have x amount of people at the ceremony no reception i had said well in a in a whole pandemic you're you're concerned about one dress what bothered me most was this was all done like via text message like she she couldn't come and talk to me about it there was no communication in between anything right it wasn't all the girls are getting together to go get their dress and you didn't come that never happened everybody had to go out on their own they were just given a color so i just i was like you know what i'll i'll make it super easy you'll have no headache um i won't be attending okay so you you opted out then so she didn't actually kick you out of the wedding out of the wedding party you opted out she kicked me out of the ceremony like where they were going to sign the papers the legal part and then said, well, you can still be a part of it in the reception. Okay, because, you, wasn't did, because that... you didn't have a dress? Yeah, because, all because I didn't have a dress. Okay, and what did your brother say? He said, I understand your decision. And then you said what? And I said, okay. Through, through all of it, that's all he's ever said. I understand okay. you, your decision. You, okay, you understand, though, in this situation to your brother, you look like the petty one. I, I guess, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like you were the, 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 the thing that you don't want and weddings are terrible at the best of times for dealing with these sort of like inner family relationships. Right. And the one thing that you don't want from extended family, anybody who is not the groom or the bride is you mm-hmm. don't want that one person to show up who starts making your wedding all about them. Mm-hmm. And this looks like as an outsider, they have pretty good reason to feel that you are that person. You're the person that made their wedding all about you. I mean, I, I was there through, through everything. Like I was the, one of the first ones to go and try bridesmaids dresses on, but this was like three years before the wedding was even going to happen. Sure. Um, so I didn't purchase at that time. And I would, there was nothing ever communicated 
back and forth about the rush of it, right? I said I was able to get a dress and the thing still was um, you're causing a headache. I didn't, I wasn't the only one. My sister was also um, asked to not be a part of the ceremony. Okay, so I'll pause for a second. I'm okay. I don't know how you feel about this. I, I think that this is both of you guys digging your heels in and the communication isn't happening because it's out of spite. As something so minor as all of this, like this should never have turned into what it is today, ever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It should, not, nobody in that family should have let that disagreement or that situation become what it is today. Nobody. Everybody's to blame at that point. Yeah. Your, your brother too, especially that, your brother. You ask what my opinion is. My yeah. opinion is that you, Kathy, are at fault. Your brother is at fault and your sister-in-law are at fault yeah. because there was zero communication, like proper communication. And if you're going to move forward with this, and if this is still bothering you now, um, I don't know if your sister-in-law feels like it still bothers her. She still went ahead and got married to your brother. They're living their Mm -hmm. life, right? Like this may be very insignificant, but you don't know that because you're still carrying on to all of this, all the emotion that goes along with this with zero conversation whatsoever and i feel that with a simple conversation you may find that it's not as big of a deal it might not be as big of a deal Mm -hmm. all you have to do is be courteous and be polite with one another you don't have to be best friends right she's like a part of your family now but i don't think you, you have to you're not obligated to hang out with this woman every single time but you should be courteous at least when you're in the same room and i think the way you get to that point is by having an adult conversation face to face not over text no of course yeah you guys all need to apologize mm-hmm. you all you all need to admit that you were all acting stupid if you can't fix this with a grown-up conversation between family members then i don't know if you have the relationship with your brother that you thought you did no for sure i i've spoken to my brother so it's been like it's been like one like one line text like my birthday just passed it was a one line text happy birthday mm-hmm. um and the same on his end so we've like we've had conversation but it's nothing like so we listen, don't know what's happening in each other's lives okay, because you, because like no, because you're not addressing it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right it's awkward everywhere he thinks, you know, he thinks that that you know everybody's blaming everybody else in all this you're all to blame all of you Right? Stop digging your heels into the ground. Get everybody together. Sit in a room. Open a bottle of wine. Figure it out. Yeah. It's that easy. Believe me, it's that easy. Okay. Okay? Get it done, Kathy. Asking for help and admitting you're wrong are two very, very difficult things to do. And all of you have to do them. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. You got it. Tough love from Razamoka right now. Jesus. <laughs> you are not, you are not prepared I, for the conversation to go this way. I've, I've, I've been listening to you guys since I was 15 years old. I am not surprised. <laughs> how the conversation was going to go, gentlemen. <laughs> not surprised. Oh, love you lots, Kathy. You take care. Love you. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Um, let me play this clip with uh, Mark Wahlberg and uh, Tom Holland. So they're out promoting um, <laughs> I almost, Uncharted, not Uncharted. <laughs> That's the sequel. <laughs> That's the sequel. <laughs> In development. Working title. <laughs> so Uncharted, I guess, is based on like a video game, right? Yes. Is that the deal? People mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the story goes that Mark Wahlberg gave Tom Holland like a massager. 
Like, you know those massage guns that you see people use that, like, oh. really pound it out? Yeah. You know those, those things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess Wahlberg. I've always wanted to try one. I guess, yeah. I'm not, it looks like it hurts to me. I'm going to leave a Yeah, I've heard. I love, like, a, a deep tissue really, heart huh? massage. I yeah, heard those things are amazing. Not for me. Well, you ain't like this then. So Wahlberg gave one to Tom Holland when they were when they were shooting uh, Uncharted. Lucky. But Tom Holland was unsure of exactly what it was and what Wahlberg's intentions were. And at the end, you tell me if Wahlberg's pissed or not and just making the best out of a situation that he doesn't want to be in. Essentially, Mark Wahlberg was kind enough to give me a massage gun after I left his house. And he drove me back to my hotel. And at the time, I was confused as to what kind of massage gun this was, having never seen one before. And I thought it was the type of self-pleasure... And I thought Mark Wahlberg oh. was driving me back to my house for other reasons other than just being a gentleman. Oh, my God. I didn't know you. It's Hollywood, baby. Who knows what's going to happen? Oh, come on. Wow. Um, We're talking about working out, fitness, recovery, all this stuff. You know, <laughs> I have a, a company with Powerplate, and we make the best massage guns out there. So I was like, I want to gift you one. This would be great for your recovery and everything else. And I can't believe the whole time you're thinking that. I'm just trying to have a conversation with you, talking about your family, and talking about my kids and what their interests are. Why do you think? Oh, I'm you got to get your head out of the gutter, buddy. Oh, okay. I feel like because basically he he what he he was making a joke about the massage gun, but the the joke was actually that he thought Mark Wahlberg was bringing him back to his house to get busy. Yeah. Right. And and here's a little help. Yeah, and, and Mark Wahlberg is in that clip, if you listen to everything he says, like, he 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 uses every sort of I'm not gay without actually saying, why would you think I was gay? Talking about my kids and my family. This is a business, <laughs> business that I'm invested this. in. Jesus. You know what I mean? This is my business. Yeah, I, I feel like... That's like a story you know Wahlberg is like, don't ever tell that story again. Yes. Right? I feel like this is a story that Mark Wahlberg has heard directly from Tom Holland. Oh. Once Tom Holland, like, realized what it, that it's an actual massage gun. Yeah. And maybe in Mark Wahlberg's mind, okay, it's understood, like, no one's ever, we're never going to talk about this. Yeah. It was a misunderstanding. I don't think he had heard it before. You don't think so no. at all? No. Until now. Uh-huh. Yeah, play it again. Play it again. Listen. Listen to Wahlberg. I think but I here's what I do think, because you asked me if I think that Mark Wahlberg was pissed. Yeah. And I think he really I think he was. I think he's genuinely pissed and off. And like caught off guard. How dare you, yeah. kid, yeah. talk about this. Yeah. yeah, we don't joke about that. Yeah. Essentially, Mark Wahlberg was kind enough to give me a massage gun after I left his house. And he drove me back to my hotel. And at the time, I was confused as to what kind of massage gun this was, having never seen one before. And I thought it was the type of self-pleasure. And I thought Mark Wahlberg was driving me back to my house for other reasons other than just being a gentleman. I didn't know you. It's Hollywood, baby. Who knows what's going to happen? Wow. Um, We're talking about working out, fitness, recovery, all this stuff. You know, I have a, a company with Powerplate, and we make the best massage guns out there. So I was like, I want to gift you one. This would be great for your recovery and everything else. And I can't believe the whole time you're thinking that. And I'm just trying to have a conversation with you, talking about your family, and talking about my kids and what their interests are. Why do you think? Oh, I'm you got to get your head out of the gutter, buddy. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, genuinely pissed. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't seen like I haven't actually watched the clip to see if what body language is like in facial expressions. Like I could be oh, way I could I be way off could, on this. I think you could tell just I based could, on listening <laughs> to it. <laughs> 
the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Kevin, what's up, man? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good, guys. You? Good. Uh, Kevin sent out a tweet today, Roz. Finally figured out how to stream the Roz and Mocha <laughs> Show in uh, Harlem, Netherlands. I hope I said that right. Uh, yay, a small piece of my home. I love it. Uh, Kevin, what brought you to the Netherlands from Canada? <laughs> Uh, work, actually. I've been here for three months. I'm standing inside my house in Harlem, Netherlands, which is just west of Amsterdam. Uh, so work brought me here. And for a while, I've been trying to figure out how to get the morning show that I listen to every morning back home, working on my Google Home. And I finally figured it out today. So Jeez. that's what the tweet. Uh, so what? Uh, so you're there. You're in the Netherlands. Everything is going great. What time of day do we come on there? Uh, so it's a six hour time difference. Wow. So by the time I hit play on your show, it was noon or shortly after. That's cool. So you guys have just come on air this morning. So. Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't mind that. That's amazing. And, uh, what is it like when you sort of go to a different place and nothing is familiar and you can bring a couple of things home with you to, to sort of, you know, ground yourself. Um, but when you went through that little period where you couldn't listen to this show, um, like what does this show do for you? Does it make you feel like home? Does it relax? Like, what does it do? It does. It absolutely feels. So I was born and raised in the Hamilton area and would listen to you guys every morning going to work. Um, so it definitely feels a whole lot more like home when I'm standing here eating my lunch and I get to listen to you two in the morning. I will say the weird part, though, the most thing, the, the biggest thing that feels and reminds me of home is the commercials in between. Oh. Like, there are things like, <laughs> I hear advertisements for Food Basics, which obviously doesn't exist here. And my very first thought is, oh, Food Basics. <laughs> God bless them. <laughs> that's oh, amazing. That's so what do you do for a living that you had to, to move out to the Netherlands? Uh, I'd rather not say. No. Let's just say I, I, I got a a really good opportunity to move out here for the company I work for. And obviously, I mean, my, I have two young kids and the opportunity is a lifetime for them. So are you, uh, you working in psychedelics? Uh, no, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just assume everybody I for a company large enough that I'd rather not publicly disclose it on oh, the air. Oh, cool. Mafia. So, <laughs> Mafia for sure. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> they sent you away for a little while. Absolutely. <laughs> Witness protection. Yeah, man. No, that's really, it's really great to hear from you. You are not um, the first person who has moved away far and, yeah. uh, and, and really tried to go out of their way to, to figure out how to hack the system that they have in whatever country they're in just so they can listen to the show because it is sort of like home, you know? And, uh, and I get that. Uh, I have things like that too in my life. And it's so wonderful to hear from somebody like you who's, who's gone through that and, you know, you take us with you and that that's all we could ever really ask. That's the only reason why we ever, you know, why we do this show is you just want to, you know, be a part of somebody's life and be a part of somebody's day. And the fact that, you know, we now travel with people and we travel with families uh, when they no longer even live here anymore is just, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking, man. It's beautiful. Uh, somebody else replied to your tweet and they live in the UK and they were like, <laughs> How do I live? I usually listen, but all the streams are down. So somehow, Kevin, you were able to crack the code on the stream being allowed to, to be played in the Netherlands and potentially in the UK. So you may have to help this guy out. I already DM'd him. Oh, you did? Okay, good. good. Here you go, nerds helping out nerds. You, you know go. what I'm saying? Love it. Love yeah, it. Exactly. Kevin, we I, uh... appreciate your dedication to the Ron Mocha show. Uh, thank you very much. We can't wait to have you come back home. Uh, in the meantime, though, you can listen to, to our morning show in the afternoon over lunch and um, we, we, we definitely uh, love everything that you're doing bro. Before we let you go Kevin, between Roz and Mocha who is your favorite? 
that's fair. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna hear about it. It's it's Roz. I'm sorry. Dude, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I was I've listened long enough that my first instinct was to say Maury because I know he's listening in on this right now, just mm-hmm. so he would jump in. But I'll, I'll go with Roz. Yeah, sorry, thank, Mocha. Yeah, thanks. That, for that that win felt real great. <laughs> by the way, felt awesome. <laughs> much love to you, Kev. Thanks so much. Thanks, boys. Cheers. All right, later, later. bro. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So, Jackass is back. Jackass Forever opens tomorrow. Enough people know Jackass? Like, we all know who Johnny Knoxville is, right? Yeah, Netflix. Oh, is Jackass on Netflix? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Roxy and I watched uh, two of them. Really? Yeah, it was a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jackass, back in the day, when we all first learned about it, (laughs) Johnny Knoxville and his idiot friends would just like get together and dare each other in the most ridiculous way and do stunts and challenges. And they were like pretty extreme to the point where, yeah, the goal was to hurt the other person. Well, geez, I don't. Yes, they did get hurt, but it's not like the it was challenges, right? It was almost like an endurance challenge. Uh It was who could last the longest, who could take the most. Right. Uh, and and as an audience watching that, you had this almost like sadomasochistic thing that you had to come to terms with in your own self of like, right. I don't want to watch this. But they seem like they're all really willing participants in this. So why not watch a grown man get gorged by a bull? Uh, three, right? three episodes or three i guess challenges stand out to me from the show back in the day okay because at first it started out was just these idiots getting together and they did it and they filmed it themselves and then mtv got involved and once mtv got involved they got that mtv money so they were able to pay for a lot more things right elaborate sets and elaborate um things that could hurt the other person potentially and three stand out to me one when they were on a, a baseball field and one of the dudes stood at home plate and i think naked maybe probably with just the umpire vest on yeah and then on the pitcher's mound was like a i don't know from like the the u.s women's softball team or something like that yeah and she was like at full speed pitching these softballs <laughs> straight at their right at their, their at, area. it's always in the nuts yeah everything is in the nuts another one where they took uh one of the guys bam his parents, they used to prank the parents all the time. Yes. And they built like a skate park inside of the parents' house. I know. So you walk I in know, and it's just ramps everywhere. And they had one long ramp that went from the, the second floor all the way down the stairs, <laughs> I know, out I the know. door. <laughs> I know, I know. And then the third one that stands out is Steve-O. They were at like a sushi bar and Steve-O was dared to take a full roll of wasabi yeah and sniff it yeah snort it and he did and then immediately threw up everywhere see the one that roxy and i watched like i i'm when i you say what's the worst thing they've ever done to a person on that show Mm -hmm. you know when you're at like an amusement park like wonderland or any of those places right well you know the slingshot ride where they like pull you back and then it's two giant rubber bands yeah and then it slingshots you and you're attached to a chair do you not remember when they put steve-o inside a full porta potty 
and hooked it up to one of those things. And launched it in the desert or something? No, but the, he was just was like bouncing desert? around inside. And this thing, the whole porta potty was like going upside down and spilling out on him. I remember. While he was, in, while he was inside so of it. I remember. Like in his ears, it was going. Oh. Like there was one, now that you mentioned Steve O and something like that, he didn't he get, they put him in like a, a dune buggy on like the bumpiest, like. <laughs> Sandlot ever, yeah, and he was getting a tattoo. <laughs> yes, yes. And Steve O used to do all that stuff hammered, but the weird thing now when you see Jackass is Steve O's sober and he does all this stuff. Yeah, didn't and he? Didn't he also get breast implants and then have them removed? I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Anyway, Jackass. And then I think in Jackass Forever, the story is that Johnny Knoxville um, suffered like he brain. Really Brain injury, brain damage after getting like hit by a bull, mauled by a bull. But also, his wiener didn't work for a real long time. Was it from the movie? Yes. Oh wow, David I, I saw the new movie. Yeah. yeah. And what happened to Johnny Knoxville? Yeah. Is wild. Like the the head really? injury or the wiener injury? The head injury. The head injury. It's unbelievable. Eh? So uh, David Moore talked to Johnny Knoxville for this. Uh, by the way, Jackass Forever is out tomorrow. Has your wife sat you down and said, "This is it, no more." You don't have to do these anymore. Are you done? Has she said that? And is this the last one? Um, well, the people that care about me don't like when I do the stunts, right? It's, it's their least favorite thing that I do. Um, and is it the last one? I don't know. Uh, we could make another one. We could not. So we never make any long-term plans. You know, half-assed stuntmen aren't that good at that sort of thing. Like when anyone says like no more and they're worried about you, do you ever just point at the massive house that you're in and say, ah, uh? <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I don't know if that's, that would probably make someone more angry. <laughs> I don't know, man. These jackass movies like throughout history have made a ton. Like the first one from 2002, yeah. $64 million. Jackass number two made 72 million. Yeah, jackass dude. 3D made $117 million. Dude. You know, I'm going to assume, like most people, you have life insurance and your wife would get like an insane payout if anything were to happen. But I got to ask you, you know, in most life insurance policies, you wouldn't be covered for things like what you're doing in the Jackass movies. So what is your life, your, your life insurance policy like? Does it cover what you do? Yes, yes. We were for sure. We got a really good life insurance policy because I need one and it covers all the silly things I do. I guess you would have to, right? Oh my God. <laughs> and I wonder how specific you have to be. Very. Right? Very sp specific. Like, do they have to update the policy when they know what yeah. challenges that they are going to attempt? Yeah. Like, you have to. Movie? Yeah. Like, I think that you would have to disclose, like, you know, the reason we're taking out this clause in the policy is because I plan on putting a Roman candle in my anus and lighting it. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like,. <laughs> Approved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jackass Forever is uh, out tomorrow. That is uh, Johnny Knoxville. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Yeah, I was pissed at Catherine. Why? Well, because, okay, so Catherine has been, she drove like a, like, she destroyed, her previous automobile, mm -hmm. <laughs> she beat the hell out of it, right? Like, okay. this thing was a wreck, uh -huh. right? Uh, and then but she it was also a tiny ass car. It was a tiny ass car. Um, and then she got a new one, right? Uh -huh. So she's driving a new car right now. Okay. Right. Um, and she loves it. Oh, great. 
It's awesome. Oh. And because it's like a newer car, it does things like I, that I am still blown away that cars can do, but it's because I drive like a 2010 truck that doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So like she doesn't even have to control her windshield wipers anymore. The, the windshield wipers come on on the car automatically, mm-hmm. right? It's a, a Bronco Sport is what she's driving. Wow, she lived in a 20... Yeah, thank in, you. It's 3022 okay, right now. So two things happened yesterday. So she has to go and run an errand and takes my truck, right? Why? She, I don't know. It was closer. Um, and so then, uh, and then she comes back in and she goes, Whew, you know what? And I go, what? She goes, after you've been driving like the new car for like a real long time, she's like, I drive, like, she's like, I get into your truck and I'm driving and I'm like, God, is this thing even street legal? <laughs> okay. Yo, that's so mean. Right? <laughs> Yo, who's, okay. who's talking down to who now? Okay, yeah. <laughs> She's like, Yo, she's I like, oh, she's like, it feels just so weird. Like you shouldn't even be allowed to drive this thing. Okay. And I'm like, okay. Sit okay. down, snitch. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Cool. So, okay. Yo, I so, love this so much. So I get, I, this morning I get up and I go to, <laughs> there's snow and like ice and everything else outside. Yeah. Right. And then I go to get into my truck and I open the door and I put the key in and I start it. And like my indicator light is on because she turned into the driveway. There's a motor hum because it was raining yesterday. And then when she uh, stopped the car, took the key out of the car, she didn't turn the wipers off. So my wipers were halfway oh, up no. on my windshield. And frozen. Frozen. That sucks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there before. So though. I can't scrape. Oh, no. Right? So, so do you have to sit in the car and bro. wait for, like, put the uh, the windshield yeah. heat on and yeah. wait for it to... Enough. Enough, because if, if I scrape those, the, their little, just, you know, that little strip of rubber is going to come right off, yeah. right? <laughs> and your old ass cheap car. <laughs> Shut up, you. Right? Yes. Your wipers are hell Thank old. you. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't I'm, even think Canadian Times no, still sells those. No, and then basically, and then my wipers are chopsticks, right? Like yeah. that's basically, it's, it's, it's as good as using those. Uh, but yeah, so I was kind of like, you know, like it, it shouldn't have taken me this long. And I know like my truck's not the best thing in the world, right? Yeah. But, you know. According to Catherine, but it's don't, not like, street legal. I understand you don't enjoy driving it but don't sabotage my experience of driving right. it right because yeah. now that's going to bother you every single time you get in that truck every time i'm going to tell her make sure you turn the wipers off no every time you get in that truck you would be like this bitch ass truck oh she was right about that part oh <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast so you know how um last week it was announced that tom brady was going to retire and then tom brady came out and was like nah just kidding yeah. Not official. And then the other day he was like, hey, guess what? Just kidding again. It's official. Yeah. I'm retiring. And then the tribute started pouring in and stuff, right? Yeah. So I don't know if you saw this video. I don't know who upset this girl. Oh, no. Why? Is she pissed at Tom Brady? <laughs> no. Oh. But, like, it sounds like, I don't know, maybe she, somebody hurt her. Oh. In the past or, like, recently. Oh, that's upsetting. Right? Maybe... A Tom Brady fan, like, broke her heart. Okay. Or something. Okay. But listen to this. This is a message for all the ladies out there. Okay. okay? Yeah. Every boy who made fun of you in middle school for being in your One Direction phase is sitting on a couch right now as a grown man with the notes app open, writing the most illegible tribute to Tom Brady for his retirement. And the last line is like, Thanks for my childhood to the forever goat. And then he's texting his mom like, hey, mom, send me a picture of me in a Pat's jersey when I was seven. (laughs) And then he's posting that with the caption. 
And every time it gets a new like, he's rereading it back to himself. Like, oh my God, this is so good. <laughs> wow. She's hilarious. Wow. <laughs> wow. Words hurt, huh? You know what they say? You know, up, up until up until this point, you know, like up until this point, like over the last couple of years, I think people have really gotten out of hand with their, you know, use of uh, uh, how harshly they criticize speech. But, you know, I'm I'm now, you know, fully on board with words or violence. <laughs> <laughs> that was that, that was that was violent. Yeah, that was but like, I don't know. Like this, to me, like, I don't think this is this was the, targeted was, at like bro. every Tom Brady fan, I feel like it was targeted towards one person that like really either broke her heart or like upset her. No, and then she generalized it. She generalized it. No, you no, think no. So? no, no, no. I, I don't. I no, no. I think she's speaking to a giant group of people. I think that uh, rarely do you see men sort of being emotional about something, and this sort of goes back to maybe I don't agree with her. Now that I think about it, now that I, now that I think about it, now that I think about it, because I'll, okay. t- I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. You know, when you are a man and you show no emotion and you're sort of like all of this stuff, you you will get labeled toxic quite quickly, right? And mm-hmm. even if you're not really toxic, but you're just not emotional. Um, and then you are like, you know, we're raising boys wrong and we are, you know, we're not teaching them to be emotional people and this is why everything is terrible. And then when guys are emotional about something, even if something is stupid as football with like, hey, Ma, can you send me a picture of me when I was seven in my Pats jersey so I can write an emotional tribute to somebody like Tom Brady? Mm-hmm. This is what you get. This woman. Yeah. Every boy who made fun of you, what you in middle get. school for being in your One Direction phase is sitting on a couch right now as a grown man with the notes app open, writing the most illegible tribute to Tom Brady for his retirement. And the last line is like, thanks for my childhood to the forever goat. And then he's texting his mom like, hey mom, send me a picture of me in a Pat's jersey when I was seven. And then he's posting that with the caption. And every time it gets a new like, he's rereading it back to himself like, oh my God, this is so good. Okay, I'm not not saying it's not fun. I'm not saying that she's not. Like, I'm not, that was a brilliant way. Everything she said was a brilliant way to say it, okay? Everything everything she said was a brilliant way to say it. I'm like crying right now. I just don't. I just, I just, I just think that you need to look at this uh, from from all sides. I, I gotta hear this one more time. One more time, please. Every boy who made fun of you in middle school for being in your One Direction phase is sitting on a couch right now as a grown man with the notes app open, writing the most illegible tribute to Tom Brady for his retirement. And the last line is like. Thanks for my childhood to the forever goat. And then he's texting his mom like, hey, mom, send me a picture of me in a Pat's jersey when I was seven. And then he's posting that with the caption. And every time it gets a new like, he's rereading it back to himself like, oh, my God, this is so good. Is she eating in this? Is she? Is she? Okay, this is sitting there eating cantaloupe. I've seen very little of TikTok, right? Uh Okay. People are always eating and drinking while they're doing these things. Yes. Like, is is it used as some sort of crutch or prop? No. You're, I think, you're recording something that's 30 seconds long. Yes. I think she was like sitting there eating cantaloupe and like it was in her mind and she had to like just say it right no, away. Put the cantaloupe down. Right. Finish chewing. Finish chewing. To the forever goat. To the forever goat. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I spend most of my time. I would say that I spend more time. On than, the toilet. No, no, no. Oh. 
Yes, but also no. I think that I spend more time than most wandering through the world, living life with my zipper down than the average person. Way more. On purpose or by accident? On purpose? What am I, a perv? On purpose. Who would do that on purpose? Who wants that kind of attention on purpose? Right? Like nobody has ever looked at somebody with their zipper down and went, mm, right? <laughs> You're always embarrassed for them. It doesn't, you could be wildly attracted to that person, right? But for some reason, a zipper down, you always just feel embarrassed for the person. Nobody has ever looked at somebody with their zipper down and went, oh, yeah. Never. Is your zipper never. down now? It was up until about 30 seconds ago. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, most of my, like, I, do you, every time I get out of the car, yeah. Right. To go and do something, whether mm-hmm. I'm going into the store or I'm going into the house or even when I'm leaving the house. Mm-hmm. Every time I step through a door into the world, I bend over, look and do a zipper check. Oh, you bend over One, and look? Like 100 percent of the time. You could be at the parking lot at Home Depot. Yeah. You hop out of the truck and you're like fully bending over and looking. Like if I like I first of all, I'll just use my fingers first of all. Right. Uh-huh. But I sometimes think that that's weird because if I have to go fishing for it, like if the little pokey thing is like pointed down inside that seam of the denim and i can't the get zipper? it then all i'm doing is i'm fidgeting in a parking lot right <laughs> yeah so and that would look weird that looks weird right <laughs> so i have to purposely then look like make it look like i'm checking for the zipper yeah. otherwise i'm the guy who I, just got out of his car still fidgeting yeah i uh i don't forget often it, it has happened yeah but I do the move where I go to, uh, I pretend to adjust my belt, and then <laughs> I use my pinky finger, oh, right. and I yeah. hook where the zipper is. And once I feel that the zipper is there, right. I'm good. But are you? Uh, what's your percentage though? Like, are you? How often are you doing that? Uh, maybe once a day. Once a day. Okay, uh, I'm 100 percent of the time I walk out of any door into the world. And now my percentage of time. No, you walk through a lot of doors. Well, leave the house, yeah. leave the car, leave the building, uh-huh. leave everything. Right. Yeah. Um, I am now probably over, well over 60%, I would say, on times when I check and it's down. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, down. You need to start wearing track pants. That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Problem right? solved. Yeah, now I'm picturing track pants with zippers in the front. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> although at first thought, I was like, wow, that could be convenient. And then I was like, but how much more convenient do you actually need track pants to be? <laughs> um, but yeah, I live most of my life, most of my life with my zipper down. Like if I'm at home, my zipper is down 100% of the time. But then you I don't have even, to worry about. I don't even do it up. But that's my problem, right? Is that when I'm in my own house, I don't do my zipper up. And then I go out into the world like that, right? 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 Like some, like, like a, you're living at home, like, like a weirdo, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I'm living at home. I'm always living at home, but no, I, I like that move though, that you do with the, the stealth move with the, just like having your pinky go for a little adventure to find out <laughs> if he can, you know what I mean? Like you just go, cause me, I get in there with the whole hand, right? Maybe like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's a oh, huge, shut up. huge perv move. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Saturday night, Jenna, my wife. Hmm reluctantly reluctantly oh no let me show cruz our four almost five-year-old mm-hmm. his very first wrestling match oh no <laughs> like a full full match 
Yeah. Was it, it a good one at least? Yeah, it was the uh, it was the first match in the WWE's Royal Rumble. <laughs> okay. So, okay, so hold on here before we get to before we get to this. Mm-hmm. So, you're a huge wrestling fan. Huge. Massive wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Always ha- always have been and obviously there was a conversation in the household about keeping that away from the boy, mm-hmm. right? So, when did that conversation start? Like um... early on? Like maybe last year when he was still three, because I have like every now and then I'll just switch it over to WWE Network, right, and start watching, right, right? and then I'll get lost in whatever I'm watching, and Cruz will walk into the room, okay, and wants to know what's going on, and Jenna was like, you know, he's still, he might be still a little bit too, too young, young to understand gotcha. what it is, right? Okay, yes, uh, and I was like, I totally get it, yeah, fully, fully get it, yeah. So you watch, so you watch the, the in private. So the pay-per-view started on Saturday night. Okay. And I was like, oh, I really want to watch this first match, but like, I got to go put Cruz to bed. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, I'm just going to let him watch just the first match. Okay. And then she was like, are you sure? I said, yes, don't worry. I'll you walk can't put everything. that, you like, you can't undo that. I know. Once it's done. And she done. was like, just like throughout the match, she's like, oh, I'll just explain to him like, it's not real, it's fake. And I'm like, okay, well, yes. babe. Yeah. Fake. <laughs> Come on, you don't want to blow like the it, secret this early. Like it's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Then you gotta have that conversation. Right? What do you mean fake? Like yeah. what do you mean? Like you don't think they get hurt? Like you don't like how do you fake that? Right. Okay, you have that conversation with your wife. I did. Yeah, okay. Right. I, I said <laughs> okay. okay. So so we're watching and I'm explaining to him everything that's happening. Yes. But then I get into the mode of like I explain I'm starting to explain things to him, like He's an adult right, and can yes. understand. Oh. Like, you know, like it's a sports entertainment. And like. <laughs> okay, so the difference is this, right? <laughs> totally. Okay. Totally. I'm like, there was a chair, there's a couple of chair shots in there. And right. I was like, you know, yes. the reason why Seth Rollins really didn't feel that chair shot is because of all the tactical gear he's wow. wearing. And wow. You okay. see when he like, when he like, he Kids does don't his back. Yeah. And he Kids like pushes his shoulders that. back. It just like relieves the pain of the, no. of the chair. No. Um, no, but then I, and then I, I did record a little oh, bit God. of what we were watching. Okay. What did you just see? I saw that he throw him on the table. Yeah. You think it hurt? No. Yeah, it didn't hurt. But it hurt for that guy. It might hurt that guy. Yeah, but it did. Whoa, did you see that jump? Yeah, no, 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 that's a flip. Do you want to do a flip like that? No. Do you think it's going to hurt? No. Yeah. 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 That'll hurt. Now that I think about it. Listen, man, I'm I'm taking this in for the very first time, okay? I know there's going to be a lot of times in life I I press play on something and see it for the first time, but you got to like, you got to give me a minute here. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So uh, Deepa joined the Roz and Mocha Show last year. Mm Mm-hmm. Over the time that she's been on the show, we learned a bunch of stuff about her. We know that uh, she's known her husband since they were 12 years old. Uh, she got married back in September. We also learned that they sleep in the same bed under separate covers. Right. <laughs> Always have to put, that's your thing now, Deepa, by the way. I know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Why? Uh, she's not okay with watching TV shows or movies where people are kissing on screen. Of any kind. Right. Yeah. Uh, we also learned that um, Deepa's a massive uh, Princess Jasmine fan and has over 50 pieces of paraphernalia in the bedroom of her uh, her old bedroom at her parents' place. Right. Which is not yep. like a shrine yep. to Deepa 
at her parents' place. Yeah, a Princess Jasmine fan and Limp Biscuit fan, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. You learned that. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Deepa, would you say, though, that um, everything between you and your husband, Talal, are good? Like, you guys are happy. Everything's great. Yeah. Why am I always questioned? Like, Whoa. usually it's like, oh, is everything okay in your marriage? Yes, everything is perfect in my marriage. Why? Because I want to know, Deepa, why uh-huh. you are on Tinder. I'm not on Tinder. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, no. I'm not Deepa. on Tinder. Who sent, was it your brother or your cousin? Oh, yeah. Said somebody is using, this is not the first time this has happened to somebody on the show. It happened to you, yeah, Roz. It, it also to happened to Shem, yeah. where somebody is oh. using the profile picture as their photo on Tinder. Somebody used a profile, somebody took my pictures and used it on Tinder, but then somebody else also took a picture with me at one point, and then that was their profile picture. Like oh, yeah, them and me. Glass. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so That's the, wrong way so to do the it. picture, it's deep. Because, you know, if you follow Deepa on, on social, you know that she yeah. loves big time foodie. She They're goes to restaurants. Videos. She tests yeah. out like uh, different menu items, right? Yeah, great videos. So this photo yeah. of the person is Deepa holding up two massive slices of pizza. Okay. You look like the perfect one. Woman, right? That is the that if you so come across bad. if you come across Deepa on Tinder with a three foot slice of pizza, that right there is the perfect woman. It has you listed here as thirty eight years old, uh, going to Niagara uh-huh. University. So congratulations, Deepa! Wow, late bloomer. Thirty eight. Yeah. Like also, that is the worst possible picture that you could have chosen of me because I'm not even smiling. Mm-hmm. I look like I'm upset at the pizza. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you think this is going to get you clicks, I don't know. Good how luck. Happy, but my, my brother's. How happy do you think a 38-year-old college student would look? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question, actually. <laughs> so who was it? Was it your brother that found this photo or your, your, your cousin? Yeah, it was my brother. So his friend messaged him and was like, hey, is everything okay with your sister's oh, marriage? No. And then he sent a screenshot of that profile because it was recommended to him. So my brother sent me the screenshot and he's like, what is this? And I don't know if he thought that I created a fake Tinder profile with wrong information and chose a really bad picture of myself (laughs) to use as my dating profile. And I was like, this isn't me. I don't know who this is. This photo is from like four years ago. Um, So, yeah, that's what happened. What name did they use? Does it say? Uh, Oh, yeah. She used the name uh, Anna. 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 (laughs) Hi, I'm Anna, Anna. the 38-year-old college student. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So if you come across Deepa's photo on Tinder, uh, listed as Anna, 38 years old, going to Niagara University, and the photo is of her wearing a yellow shirt, holding up two massive slices of pizza. Yes. Uh, This is not, in fact, Deepa from... Like, (laughs) yes, the photo is of Deepa from the Ronsamoga show, but it's not really Deepa as being on tinder no what if i'm lying to you guys and it's actually deepa don't say that because this is the only thing people are going to (laughs) remember okay i'm kidding i'm kidding thank you it's not the roz and mocha show podcast podcast hello hey it's roz and mocha (laughs) hi hey what's going on nothing what are you doing (laughs) uh well we're working what are you doing yeah (laughs) heading to work what's your name uh lindsay Lindsay. All right. Uh, Lindsay sent us a really nice text just now, Roz. Mm, okay. Lindsay is five months pregnant. Hey, congratulations. Uh, she says Thank she's teaching uh, special ed on her way to, 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 to work every day. She listens to the show on the podcast. Uh, her commute mm. is 40 minutes, so uh, we just wanted to call to say thank you for sharing your time with us. How's everything oh, going? 
It's great. Yeah. A little stressful. Yeah. Why? Well, with the pandemic and being pregnant and, you know, being back at school. Yeah. Yeah. Good though. Uh, Kids need to be back at school. So they good. do. How are you? How are you feeling being five months pregnant right now? Um, I'm great. Second yeah. trimester. I oh, have okay. a three-year-old at home. Oh, okay. Is there uh, anything you're, you're you're nervous about uh, this time around? No, not really. My kid was born with some um, complications last time, mm-hmm. so hoping that doesn't happen again. But we find out what we're having uh, next week. Oh, nice. Oh, so you're going to find out, huh? Yeah, I'm one of those people. I don't know how people don't. Yeah, I mean, we we found out we found out too, and I I it's been explained to me when people don't because I've had two friends now that did not mm-hmm. find out, and uh-huh. the reason it was the, the reason behind it why they didn't was because they had said that it's the it's the last actual available surprise on earth, uh, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Like to yeah. be genuinely surprised where nobody can spoil it. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. No, nobody, nobody can figure it out. Like before you, like your friends aren't going to be able to know first. Like it's just the last sort yeah. of surprise we have, like a genuine surprise. And so they wanted to, to, to capitalize on that, but we didn't find out because I wanted to start calling her by like her and like, you know, girl right. and like all that stuff. Right. Like yeah. I just, yeah. I didn't want to be like, cause I never like when people say baby in in that yeah. way i can't stand right. it i can't stand it when people say uh when baby comes oh okay. it drives me crazy <laughs> it's like an incomplete sentence yeah i don't like that right like or even when you get the email where somebody says mom and baby are doing fine i don't like that like i don't like when people use the word baby that way it weirds me out we uh we found out with cruise yeah. like almost immediately as soon as we could mm-hmm. you know Show obviously yeah and, and, and you know like being yeah. a newbie, I have no idea. No. Like when we found out, found out. Like yeah. Jenna did the test at home, but then we went like to the doctor and they did the test. And then the doctor was like, "You see that little flickering thing? That's the that's the heart, yeah. right?" Yeah. And I was like, "Cool." And then I'm like analyzing the photo, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh damn, it's a boy!" You saw? And then the doctor was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Isn't that right there? That little like that curl part there? Yeah. Mean it's a boy?" <laughs> and the doctor was like, "No, man. Like, baby, don't even have legs yet." That's the spine. That's, that's like just a curve of the, yeah, like the spine or whatever. Eventually it will turn into like legs or yeah. like, look at, you look don't know for weeks. Look at, look at Mocha so proud. Saw like a big giant line going yeah, across the stream and like, was like, that's my boy. That's my son right there. <laughs> uh, Lindsay, uh, thank you so much for your text. Thank you so much for listening. We just wanted to call uh, just to, to let you know how much thank we appreciate you. it. Yeah, we. I've been a fan since day one. So I've been listening forever. And, how how old are, uh, how you, old are you now? How old are you now? I'm 34. 34. Okay. So you were yeah. like 20 maybe? How long have you been on? For, we're, going, we're going on 14 years 14 now. years. Yeah. It's a lot of life we've lived together, huh? Yeah. Right. When you guys got the podcast, it saved my uh, drive home. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're great. Uh, well, yeah. you've listened long enough that you know how we yeah. end this phone call, Lindsay, oh, between no. Roz and Mocha. Who's your favorite? I've never called in or done anything like this because I never want to answer this question. <laughs> um, oh, goodness. I'm going to go with Roz. Yes. I love you both. And I'm not going to explain why. You know what? I'm, I'm fine with that. I never want to know the reasons why. I know. Cause I it's know. All, that's why I'm not Yeah, because all the disappointment. Yeah, and now when you say I'm not going to explain it, I start to think, well, now I want to know because it's obviously for reasons that, that are going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> no, never. No, and that's the reason why, because somehow someone will twist it 
yeah. and hurt your feelings, and yeah. I don't want that. Re- and truth be told, the only thing that anybody could ever say about why I'm their favorite that wouldn't hurt my feelings is if the answer was that ass. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I can't say it. <laughs> Love you, Lindsay. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Like, what's supposed oh. to happen today? Like, is it supposed to rain or is it supposed to snow? Because it was quite beautiful out when I left well, the house. It's going to rain. And then it's going to turn to snow. I thought somebody was messing around my backyard, but it was just all the ice falling off the roof. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, the snow, the, the rain is going to change to snow around 3 o'clock this afternoon. Three. Yeah. Uh, so 3 to 8 centimeters this afternoon. And then overnight, another 3 to 8 is possible. And then tomorrow, another wave of snow going to come through with 3 to 5 centimeters. Jeez. Where are you going to put it? What do you mean? The snow. I don't know. You know, it's funny you bring that up. I have I nowhere to put snow. I have nowhere to put snow. Here's and feel free like, to text if you know. Like I have nowhere to put snow. Nine two five triple five. I know that when the plows go through, yeah, major streets, side streets, neighborhoods, everywhere yeah, else, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It just pushes the snow to the side, right? And it goes on the side. Yes, it does. And then eventually it melts and. You would hope. Into the drain. Yeah. Right? So long. Au revoir. Yeah. When the trucks come through, like, past couple of weeks now, and have been clearing the snow, the excess that had been pushed aside, like, let's say, on the highway, mm-hmm. and they have that one truck with the that blows it into a dump truck. Yeah. And then that dump truck is now full of snow. Yes. And they take it away. Yes. Where do they take all that so snow? That snow goes to one place, and that place is also full. So what happens to that snow? They just wait for it to melt. You wait for it to melt. But then what happens? Like, yeah. where does it then drain to? Yeah, it just I, because it's part of the cycle. Some evaporates, some drains. It's just it just does its thing. That's a lot of snow. It's a lot of a snow. Long time for it yes. to melt. Yes. Yeah. I I would like. But do we have like blowtorches? No. Oh. I mean, it would help. You know. No, but do we have, I guess, like, we have places around where they store. like Snow. They, you, yeah, like, there's an empty lot. Yeah. Uh, an empty piece of land yes. somewhere in the city. Yes. Right? Yes. That they then take all that snow yes. and, like, this is the dedicated, snow in the wintertime, snow place. Yes, and that place is full. So now what? Exactly. This is what can't, this, yeah. can't you just dump it in the lake? <laughs> well, I mean. No, you can't. Because yeah. that's water in there. Yeah, I know. There's also like old shoes and stuff like that that mm. they scoop up, right? Yeah. You, you can't, can't do. You, you can't dump you, it in you, the you lake. Know, you can't be dumping stuff in the lake. It's all full of salt and uh, like oil dripping from cars garbage, and yeah, yeah. garbage. No, like no, you no, can't. No, How have they never can't. figured out a way to sort of filter it and turn it into bottled water? For the exact same reason that yeah, Roz just I mentioned, mean, <laughs> with salt, and, yeah, like car oil and just dirt. Because yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we need to. I don't know if we're there yet where we have to start drinking uh, the snow banks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my like, dog loves eating it. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Somebody just texted nine two five triple five. Yeah. Much like what you said. Why yeah. don't you just torch the snow? Yeah. I often thought about getting a blowtorch. Have you ever gone out in the backyard and just used like a hairdryer? A hairdryer? Nah. No. When I was a kid, though, my my dad sent us out. My brother and I, we just had other stuff to do. I don't know what we were going to do. 
of like go through his magazines in the basement. <laughs> um, we had we had other stuff to do, and he made us go out and uh, shovel the drive. And we had like a like a drive was on a slope, and it was mm-hmm. just it sucked. Like there was nothing fun about it. And uh, we got yelled at and told to come in. And then he went and finished off the job when he looked out the window, and my brother had the shop back out. And was vac- vacuuming up the snow. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, and wasn't. anything to not shovel. We were in the garage looking for anything to not shovel. Like I, we were planning on moving the snow, but the last thing I wanted to do was shovel. So we went in the garage and looked for anything but a shovel. And he found a shop vac. And then I just stood at the end of the driveway kicking little bits of snow onto the road with my <laughs> boot. Effective. <laughs> Uh, another text came through at 925555. Uh, airport has massive open land where they've been dumping all the snow, yeah. as well as Downsview Park close to uh, Allen and Shepherd. Yeah. Um, God, what a mess. Somebody said, pretty sure this place is uh, TTC near the TTC headquarters at Wilson and Finch. Yeah. Where they just put Roz all the snow. Roz is right. It looked full. Yeah, it's full. I heard that it's full. So I don't know what you're so going to do with that, all the snow. Because you can't take all this new snow that we're no. getting now and dump it on top of the old snow. No. Why not? No. That doesn't seem effective. Yeah. When you have endless messy. sky. Yeah, but then you need like, how high do you want to build that? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like a 95. Yeah. Then you can toboggan on it. Yeah, it's no, not, but then you can toboggan. No, but then you need other machines. You got to go high. It's not cool. Oh. Like nothing about it is cool, right? Yeah. Melt it. Yeah. Melt it. Blow torches. Blow torch it. So anyway, be yeah. careful. We're getting a ton of snow over the next couple of days. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hey, question. How much poop is too much poop in your food? In your food? In my food? <laughs> yeah. What? All. Yeah. All poop is so, not good. Thank you. So I'm going through this article. and let me. It starts like this. I almost so, contemplated for okay, a second. <laughs> no, but you should contemplate. Okay. You should contemplate. What? So, uh, quote, it's economically impractical to grow, harvest, or process raw products that are totally free from non-hazardous, naturally occurring, unavoidable defects. This is according to the U.S. FDA, the Food and Drug Administration. Okay. So while there's no way to get rid of all the creatures that might hide or ride along in the food processing chain, the FDA has established standards to keep the defects to a minimum. So things like a chocolate bar could contain uh, 30 or more insect parts and a sprinkling, a sprinkling, they say, of rodent hair. But it's okay. been clean. Okay. Well, no, no, this uh, okay. it is not. Uh, coffee beans, like when you grind them up, yeah. according to the FDA, uh, an average of 10 milligrams or more of animal poop is found per pound and allowed per pound. As much as 4% to 6% of beans by count are allowed to be insect infested or moldy. Infested? So, yes. Yeah, so 4 to 6% eggs, eggs. Bah. 40 insect fragments with every teaspoon, along with a smidgen of rodent hair. Ew. This one gives it its flavor. Okay. Peanut butter is the, like, one of the most controlled oh, foods come on. by the FDA, just because of allergies and everything yeah. else. Okay. An average of one or more rodent hairs per 30 or so, and 30 or so uh, insect fragments are allowed for every 100 grams. Is that why it's of chunky? peanut butter. The typical serving size for peanut butter is two tablespoons. That means each sandwich would have about eight insect fragments and a teensy tiny bit of poop. Oh, come on. When you say fragments, do you mean like body parts? Yes. Just opened up a jar of peanut butter. Jelly and jams aren't nearly as controlled as peanut butter. 
Oh God, apple so butter, if people yeah. eat that, can contain an average of four or more rodent hairs for every 3.5 ounces. <laughs> what do you say gross. rodent hair? This and, is like so and, and about five whole insects. Five whole insects are allowed by the FDA per 3.5 ounces of apple butter. Why would Raisins, they allow it, Because you, you, can't, you can't control it. So they have to say it's, it's, it's an unavoidable fact that your food is going to contain poop and bugs. Okay, and hair. Uh, so, okay, how what, much are we going to allow? So they had to create standards. Okay, what about they, raisins? Raisins, please. And my kid loves raisins. We send okay. them with little boxes of raisins every day. Raisins to are allowed to contain thirty-five fruit fly eggs, as well as ten or more whole insects. Oh, that is uh, disgusting. Tomato juice in a fourteen-ounce glass. Mm-hmm. Could contain up to four maggots and twenty or more fruit fly oh, eggs. God, no. Wait, but these aren't like I'm. You're saying these things, right? Yes. And in my mind, I'm picturing them as like a a whole, like a whole. No, thing. they will have been processed yes. through. Yes. Mushed but up the, but, and like but so you, mixed in. But that doesn't so, make it okay. But that, then you're trying to differentiate between whether <sighs> ground poop is more acceptable than just a whole poop. It's still poop. Yeah, but ground, it's bug poop, so it's poop. minuscule. No, rodent poop. Still minuscule, right? Rodent poop? Those are those little, like, little dots. Maury, if I threw a piece at you, you'd feel it. Ew, please don't. <laughs> Canned tomatoes, tomato paste, and sauces like pizza sauces. Mm. They're a bit less contaminated than tomato juice. Oh, great. However, the FDA allows up to two maggots per 16-ounce can. Oh. And then finally, we'll end on this. Crushed oregano can contain 300 or more insect bits and about two rodent hairs for every 10 grams. That's it? Yeah, but Roz, you cook with oregano a lot. For every 10 mm. grams, Maury. That's, that's, like a, that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. So when I ask you the question, how much poop is too much poop in your food? Apparently a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Right? A lot. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Amanda, welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What's going on? What's on your mind today? I did not sign up to be my boyfriend's son's stepmom. So you wrote us this. Uh, Roz and Mocha... So my boyfriend and I have been together for two and a half years, uh, getting into our relationship. I knew that he had a little boy four and a half years old, and it never bothered me. His relationship with his son was very limited, and we both never go to see him. Flashback to a year ago when his son's mother passed away suddenly and unexpectedly. Uh, his son now has been living with us for almost a year, making me a full-time stepmom. And even still, I find myself having a hard time connecting and even feeling resentful towards the son he's a great little boy and i feel a lot of love for him uh, but i have moments where i get so frustrated that all of our freedom my freedom uh, and independence has been taken away i feel selfish and i can't tell if this is just immaturity and i will grow up and out of these feelings or if these feelings mean something deeper so how old are you i'm 25 okay is this a relationship that you see like with this guy, do you see a future with? I'd say 100. percent Yeah, he's he's my person. Do you yeah. want Do you want kids? My own. Um, that I have not come to a decision on. <laughs> you guys, you haven't talked about this. We have, and it's something that's kind of like you know maybe when we're financially ready one day. But mm. you know we're both getting older, so. So you you knew going into this that the person that you were falling in love with had a child. Yeah. And did you just think that you were never going to have to meet him? No, I mean. 
before he came to live with us, like I think I only met him once, and that was not because of my or my boyfriend's fault. We just, you know, obviously due to the very unfortunate circumstances, he had to come live with us full time. And but then, yeah, it literally just became, came from nothing to a hundred percent, like really quick. And sometimes I just feel like I'm not allowed to be frustrated or mad because this is what I signed on to and you have to, you're the adult and you have to be the one to grow up kind of thing. And, you know, basically I'd like to be able to go forward without feeling such guilt and judgment just because I have those moments. So, but, but you're, you're also, you're saying two sort of different things here, which is, you know, the, the, the kid's mom died, right? Yes. Um, and how old was the kid when the mom died? Three. That kid growing up is really not going to have a whole lot of memory, if any, of ever having a mother, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you started off by saying that this guy was your person and that you guys were forever, right? In order to come to that decision to look at somebody and say that you're my person and you're my forever, you have to sort of look at their entire life and what you guys are building together because you're not going to be two separate individuals just sort of cruising along together, right? Like you, mm-hmm. you, you, you build your team at that point. And when you're building your team, you figure out, you know, who's on it and what they need and how you can be supportive. Um, to remove yourself from such a significant part of his life, especially when you're dealing with somebody, a little kid whose mom died, um, you can't you can't make that decision that this is your forever and ignore the aspect that there's a child involved. Mm-hmm. You don't have to yeah. be you, you don't have to uh, suddenly you know be the great stepmom baking cookies and going to you know meetings with the teacher and all that stuff. You know, you don't have to discipline the kid. You don't have to 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 to, to educate the kid. You don't have to raise the kid. Um, but you do need you do need to support him in all of that. Okay, and we're talking about a house that has a child in it. Mm-hmm. You have you're the adult in the room. Uh, things should kick in at points where you're going to realize that this boy, this little kid, he is going to have a, like he is going to want to bond with you. Oh, and yeah, he he, he definitely has, which is which definitely puts that into a different perspective. <laughs> I think a lot of your feeling is that you were thrown into being a parent when you weren't prepared to be a parent. Probably, yeah. <laughs> have you have you talked to your boyfriend about your feelings about this? A little bit, but, you know, I think he has had to have a lot to process, too, with this whole situation. And, you know, I feel like when I put my feelings onto him about it, like, it, it brings up his feelings about it. And he, I feel like he kind of shuts down a little bit because uh-huh. it was a lot to take on <laughs> for okay. both of us. If, so. you're, if you're not all in, you got to get out. I would say I'm all in because... I, I love both of them very much, but yeah, like I said, I just have moments of feeling frustrated. Like I feel selfish that I can't say or do anything about my feelings. To, 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 to me, you said that you're still undecided whether you want kids, but all this comes down to right now is you just sound like somebody who doesn't want to raise somebody else's kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, def- that's definitely a way to look at it. <laughs> right? No, but be honest. Is that the way you've been feeling? I wouldn't say that. No, it's just like. It's- I, I could maybe understand if the mom was still around. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could maybe understand the mom's still around, but the kid's mom died, and yeah, I mean, and, like, and if you're if you tell us that this guy's your person and this is forever with this guy, um, you're either you're either all in or you're out. There's a kid involved. Yeah, Roz is a hundred percent right, and that child, that little boy, is is looking to you for your guidance and for your help and for your love. And if you can't give all of that to that little boy, then 
Roz's 100% right, you have to walk away. Yeah, I think that's the hard advice I needed. (laughs) Now, if you think that you're going to get there, that's a different, that's a different story. You know, this kid, this kid does not have to call you mom. Okay. Um, You know, this, this, you don't have to, you know, go out of your way to do things that, you know, you can support your boyfriend in, but you don't have, a lot of the stuff doesn't have to sort of fall on you. This is going to be a gradual process for you and it should take a long time. But the one thing you can't do is when that kid needs you, you can't have in your head, I'm not your mom. But if you are all in and this is your forever and you love them both, allow yourself the time to ease into it. Yeah. Find like every day, just find something else that feels a little better, feels a little bit more comfortable. Constantly talk to your boyfriend about how you're feeling about all this because he may not even, he may not need you to discipline the kid. He just needs you to support him. That That's very true. I honestly did not think about it. I just went into straight, you know, strict that mom mode no, and... no 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 <laughs> and, and and have that conversation with him look at him and say okay here's the deal i'm this is going to take me a while okay but what i need to know from you is what do you need from me that's true that's true i'll definitely do that <laughs> does that help amanda it does it helps a lot okay amazing thank you so much for reaching out hey thanks you guys Roz and mocha's fix my life on kiss uh hey rihanna's pregnant huh right yeah i'm like pregnant pregnant yeah 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 like belly showing and everything yeah yeah uh, what does that mean for the album, do you think? Oh, bro, we're going to get that. She, I feel she is going to... Well, that kid goes to college. She's going to, to rush to get that album out to fans. Oh, you think? Yeah. Oh, she is. <laughs> Man, I gave up on a Rihanna album like long ago. Yeah. There's no way. I know. Now, here's my question with that. First of all, congratulations, Rihanna. You oh, look beautiful. Yes, and absolutely. My, uh, my, my quote from... Uh, I, I love I love ASAP Rocky's quote when... Uh, I guess this was from GQ when he called Rihanna the love of his life Mm -hmm. and uh, asked about what it was like being in a relationship. He said, it's so much better. It's so much better when you got the one. She amounts to probably like a million of the other ones. (laughs) I think when you know, you know, she's the one. Now, is he saying that she amounts to a million of the other ones um, in, in a way that like, uh, there's no he's, comparison. He's, he's known enough about the other ones to know that she's just that good. Like or is above he saying, and beyond. Or is he saying she amounts to like a million of the other ones, meaning that he's had a million of the other ones? I don't think he's going to say that. <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely not the latter. Definitely no. not that one. No, uh, they're good together, though. Um, and they've been uh, together for, for, I mean, publicly for like a year, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But behind the scenes, it's been... Yeah, I don't know uh, too, too much about their relationship. Um, well, he was uh, doing modeling for like Fenty. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think she brought him in. Her men's makeup line, maybe? Yeah, sure. Or yeah. clothing. Anyway, yeah. that's... And then they got closer. They knew each other like from before. Right. But then they got closer. Yeah. After that, then started dating. Yeah. Yeah. You think this bugs Drake? Shem. <laughs> Yo, can I tell you? Because really, because listen, because I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, if one, if there's one person out there, right, that yeah. says that Rihanna is the one, and Rihanna is worth a, is, is she's probably a million of the other ones, right? Mm. Chances are, ASAP Rocky is not the first person 
to ever feel that way about Rihanna, right? If somebody says that about somebody else, you know that you're not the only one who's ever felt that. Because if, if the person is truly that special, you know you're not the only person who's ever felt that well, way. Drake's, uh, you know, professed his love for Rihanna publicly <laughs> at, uh, what was it, like the MTV Awards or something when he was, like, presenting her yeah, with, it was like that. a Lifetime Achievement or yeah, something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. said, like, I love this woman for my entire life. Yeah. And then yeah. she... Like immediate, like friends on him, yeah, on stage in front of her, and she's like, Yeah, yeah. thanks. <laughs> not even like, I love you too. No. I was like, A prayer, whatever. No, like, I know. I shouldn't even say nothing back, nothing. huh? Except the award. That's like, right. Yeah, you. thank you. Oh, that's right. God, I forgot about that. Shan, what do you think? Listen, the memes yesterday, uh, oh, people, were they killing them? Oh, oh no, man. come on, so good though. But yeah. really, listen, uh, happy for Rihanna, but uh, it really, it really sort of raises the stakes for the rest of us, I feel like, as those guys. <laughs> you, see, you see yourself and all that? You've been sitting in a room with Maury yeah. too long. You're looking at, how do I turn Rihanna's pregnancy into something about me? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. All right, here we go. All right, Mocha, you ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, there's going to be a 13 going on 30 reunion, and I can't wait for this. What? And it's not one of those these sort of like typical reunions where they just get together and talk about the movie. Uh, it's actually a movie coming to Netflix, and it reunites uh, Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo. And Ooh. Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo mm-hmm. are going to be playing parents. Jennifer Garner and Mark what? Ruffalo are going to be playing Ryan Reynolds' parents. What? So the movie is called Is this a, a 13 going on 30 like No, or, or no, re- no. Um, I just love them. I just love those two together. Reunion. I think that they're they're dynamite together. A sequel? No, 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 not, oh. not at all. No, no. It's called The Adam Project and um The Adam Project is Ryan Reynolds plays a time traveling pilot who teams up with his younger self and his late father to deal with his past and save the future while also searching for a woman played by Zoe Saldana. So uh, if you love as much as I did seeing Mark Ruffalo and Jennifer Garner together in 13 going on 30, they're going to be playing Ryan Reynolds' parents in a brand new movie. And this is on Netflix? Netflix, March 11th. Oh, wow. Yeah, Netflix, March 11th. That's amazing. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly getting some like incredible, rightfully so, well-deserved backlash today. This all started on TikTok when they dug up an old interview with Machine Gun Kelly that he did with, um, I'm trying to remember, I think Fuse is what it was. Um, And yeah, and they had asked him who his celebrity crush was. And this is, again, Machine Gun Kelly was 23 years old and uh, he's talking about Kendall Jenner, who at the time was 17. But listen to this. Don't let me move to LA. Oof. Are you counting down down the days until... She's 18. I'm not waiting until she's 18. I'll go now. I'm 23, dog. Like, what? I'm not like a creepy age. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm 23, bro. She's 17 and she's like a celebrity. Like, there, there's no, there is no limits right there. Robert Plant dated a girl that was 14. Axl Rose dated a girl that was 16 and wrote a song on his first album about the girl that was 16. I don't care. Say what you want, man. If Kendall Jenner is in your bedroom naked and you're 50, you're going. What? So that was MGK when he was. How old? Can you somebody tell me how old Machine Gun Kelly is now? I don't know how long ago this was. Uh, so that's the that's the clip from uh, from an older interview with MGK. How did this and never? 
Listen, got brought up. How old recently. is he? How old is he, Sham? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Okay, oh so not even quite ten years ago. Uh, but I, where people, uh, obviously, the whole thing is just gross. Um, yeah. But the the part that is really quite shocking to people, it's not that he just gave his opinion on Kendall Jenner. It's just that he seemed like he had done a whole lot of research to justify his opinion. He named her like up. throwing out names of other people who other have facts. done this and songs that have written about yeah. relationships and everything else um he was he was wrong about robert plant it was actually jimmy page who um mm. dated somebody who was younger but uh, but so if you're wondering why people are going in on machine gun kelly today it's because of this interview from when he was 23 years old talking about uh you kendall jenner idiot. who was 17 at the time you idiot yeah yeah the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh, adele is shooting down rumors that uh, she and rich paul have split Oh, no. uh, so despite the uh, recent speculation, so she wrote this on uh, uh, on social media. She goes, hiya. Uh, so I'm really happy to say that I'm performing at the Brits next week. And I'll also be popping in to see Graham Norton for a chat on the couch while I'm in town, too. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, and Rich sends his love. So that's what she wrote on social mm. media because the big story was that she dipped from Vegas because the relationship was on the rocks and everything else. But even still, to go on social right now, like, I love Adele. I really do love Adele. Mm-hmm. But to go on social and talk about how, hey, can't wait, I'm doing the Brits next week, and then I'm doing this talk show in the UK, when all these people bought tickets for your show in Vegas. I know. Right. And not only tickets, but flights and hotels and book time off and, of work. And book time off work. And now you're 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 not even in the country. Like lay low, girl. Right? And you're talking about, you know, events that you're gonna be doing. Like, oof, God, it's rough, man. Rough. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Whoopi Goldberg suspended from The View. So we'll get to that statement in a second. But uh, so she had uh, said her thing on The View yesterday. I guess it was yesterday talking about how the Holocaust was not about race. Then she went on to Stephen Colbert to try and clarify her statements. Uh, That didn't really go too, too well. Then she did a full formal apology on Twitter uh, after her appearance on Stephen Colbert. Then yesterday uh, she went on the view when the view started and had this to say so yesterday uh, on our show i misspoke and i tweeted about it last night but i, I kind of want you to hear it from me directly i said something that i feel a responsibility for not leaving unexamined because my words upset so many people which was never my intention and i understand why now and for that i am deeply deeply grateful because the information i got was really helpful and helped me understand some different things and while discussing how a tennessee school board unanimously unanimously voted to remove a graphic novel about the holocaust i said that the holocaust wasn't about race and it was instead about man's inhumanity to man but it is indeed about race because hitler and the nazis considered jews to be an inferior race now words matter and mine are no exception i regret my comments as i said and i stand corrected i also stand with the jewish people as they know and y'all know because i've always done that this comes this comes down to because uh, real, realistically a, a lot of people have been fired for saying a whole lot less um, mm-hmm. but this goes back to what you and I have talked about a whole lot on this show which is we have passed a point in the world where people are allowed to be wrong right mm-hmm. if you're wrong about something now you you lose everything um, she was wrong and she said she was wrong 
Do I think that Whoopi Goldberg should be fired? No, I don't think that Whoopi Goldberg should be fired. Uh, but they did suspend her. Now, I th- did they, they really? Yeah, they suspended her for oh, two yeah. weeks. So uh, ABC News president uh, Ken Godwin said, effective immediately, I'm suspending Whoopi Goldberg for two weeks uh, for her wrong and hurtful comments. While Whoopi has apologized, I've asked her to take time to reflect and learn about the impact of her comments. Uh, the entire ABC News organization stands in solidarity with our Jewish colleagues, friends, families, and communities. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, have you seen Khloe Kardashian's hands and this controversy with her hands? Yo, they still talking about Anybody? this girl's hands? Yeah. You seen these? It's been days. Yeah. Yeah. It's gone mainstream now. I'm talking about it. Wow. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, when, when Kardashian news, like, gets all the way to me, you know it's big news. I saw this, like, last week. Yeah, yeah. Well, it finally made, it finally made its way to me. Did you? <laughs> so you know the picture I'm talking about, right? Absolutely. You know the picture, Deepa? No? Did you see this picture? So, oh, no. so okay. So oh, it, it's a picture oh, of Chloe in her car, and she is wearing, like, a gray bodysuit, and uh, I'm trying to think of what she's wearing. I think maybe Gucci boots? Something like that? Yeah, Gucci boots. Like, you don't know. Take a look for the, look for the picture. <laughs> So she, a lot of people had a lot of stuff to say about, uh, about that hand. Here, can you see this, Deepa? Yeah. No, no, they got to go in closer. You got to get the close-up. That's not good enough, Mokin. No, no, no. Zoom in on your phone. No, you're not doing anything. You're not helping anybody with that. Just Google, Deepa. You have a computer in front of you. Yo, sorry, yo, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll just yo, yo, bust out your phone and go. Like, what okay. Doing, Chloe? <laughs> or IG. So what happened Chloe was Chloe Kardashian it, hand. Yeah, hand. No, no. Just or, or, just, or just type in in Twitter. Chloe, Chloe Kardashian hand. Chloe hand. Um, so what happened was is that everybody started going in on Chloe over her hand, and I think a lot of it might have to do with the fact that her nails are just like oh. super long, and they're like almost a dead color. Like her nails are a dead color, and then her sleeve is a dead color. And her, when you compare the skin tone on her hand compared to her face, which obviously has makeup on it, mm-hmm. uh, the hand like it looks like a dead hand, right? Like it's a white, very like gray almost hand. Like girl, you need some Aveeno, right? <laughs> okay, and there's not a lot to it. So the <laughs> next. Picture she, the next picture she posts. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Scary. I'm just. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. But here's my. Okay. So anyway, so she posted a picture, another picture the other day of her posing there, and she's got a pair of jeans on, no shirt, everything else, but her hands are sort of tucked up into her armpit. And then one fan wrote, "Oh Lord, she's hiding her hands." To which Chloe responded, "LOL, never. My hands are beautiful, baby." Um, I. The problem that the Kardashians run into frequently is that so much of their pics are stretched and photo and like photo tuned and yeah, cleaned all the, up, cleaned up, right? And when you look at the photo, you only look at like how do my fa- how does my face look? How does my outfit look? Everything else, and you sometimes forget to look at the little things like a hand. Mm-hmm. Like this could have been an incredible fail when it comes to when it comes to retouching, but yet you can't say that. You can't go on and say sorry. They stretched out my hand so it looks like it's the hand of something dead right mm-hmm. you can't say People that so then you have to defend it who are comparing it to like a chicken foot yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. So, such a good yeah, comparison Deepa, your thoughts Deepa? i think that's just her hand though no yeah. like no it looks dead it just looks like a witchy hand. Maybe she has really bad circulation. Now, generally, though, when you are, because if you look at her skin tone in that picture, she's got mm-hmm. like beautiful skin tone. They're like her, they, do, they do such an incredible job with makeup and everything else. But when you compare the, the tone of the hand to the tone of her face, I think that that's what throws it off. Oh, yeah, big time. Especially, like, if I'm looking on her IG right now, yeah. right? On the, the, the bunch of photos here. Yeah. On the carousel. So yes. one, two, three. 
three, if you go to slide number three is one of the, 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 the hand pictures that people are talking about. Right. And then number four, if you zoom right in, it's her, her left hand kind of covering a little bit of her face. Yeah. That one, you can really tell the difference in, in tone, in tone, yeah. her face versus yeah. I think that, that hand. I think that that's it. I, th- I think it's a tone thing as opposed to, uh, I mean, you know, also gray nails with a gray shirt and, and gray skin. Like, it's not going to look good. Like, it's just not. This is why Madonna wears gloves. <laughs> Fair enough. Wow. Uh, so anyway, so there you go. Uh, that's the controversy with Khloe Kardashian's hand that she is now having to defend her hand from people who don't like her hand. Aww. Okay, that's the life, right? Isn't that what everybody wants? You want to be a Kardashian? You want to deal with stuff like this on a daily basis? Have at The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Simu Liu is uh, hosting the 2022 Juno Awards. Woo! Uh, it's outdoors this year. It's going to be at uh, Budweiser stage mm. in May when it's all nice. Risky. Why? Well, May is still a tricky month. It April, is. You're right. April and May are very tricky months. You are very correct on so that. So to have an outdoor venue, I understand why. Safety reasons. And, sure. You know, um, airflow and stuff like that. Yeah. Totally get it. But still, hoping for the best for the weather. And I'm so happy that he's hosting. Uh, Simu uh, spoke to ET Canada yesterday talking about uh, the other people who have hosted and the great legacy of what it means to be a Juno host. You know, um, the Junos reached out and they said, would you would you consider hosting? And I was like, absolutely, yes. Um, I was like, would you like me to perform also? And they were like, no, that's that's OK. Just the hosting. And I was <laughs> oh, like, no. are you sure? And they're like, yeah. Um, so I was like, OK, fine, fine. Just the, just the hosting then. Um, but I mean, I, you know, my favorite year, I, I always rewatch these videos on YouTube, but the year that Drake hosted, I thought was so funny. I thought he made the Junos into something that was like, it was just so much fun to tune into. And, and he had like a Lloyd Robertson cameo and a Justin Bieber. He was Skyping with Justin Bieber. And I was just like, this is great. This is comedic gold. And, and so, um, you know, I think, I think the, the Junos has a, a high caliber of comedy, even, even though it's a celebration of Canadian music as it should be, mm-hmm. but, um, a, a high caliber for its hosts. I really hope that they incorporate his parents. Oh, they will. Some sort of comedy, comedy moment, some yeah. st- sort of skit. Um, cause I read that, like, I think anytime he's working on a project, he like brings his folks along with yeah. him. And yeah. they hang out on set. Yeah. Do you think he'll involve uh, the folks from Kim's Convenience, like Paul Sun Young Lee? I think that, yeah, maybe, but I think it's more likely that if he's going to have a friend do a cameo, it's going to be somebody from like the Marvel world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I think it's going to, it'll be like a yeah, Ryan Reynolds yeah. or somebody like that, sure. you know, who will, who will wind up helping him out on the show uh, for sure. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, big drama on The Masked Singer. Woo! So they're taping the new season uh, mm-hmm. right now, and this is set to air. I guess it'll air next month. But Robin Thicke and Ken Young walked off set when it was revealed 
My that, guy, oh, Ken Jeong. Yeah, Ken Jeong walked My off guy. set when it was revealed that uh, Rudy Giuliani was in one of the costumes. No. Yeah, Nicole Scherzinger and uh, Jenny McCarthy stayed in their spots and actually talked to him and did the interview and everything else. But did when they it, say when it was, him or they just got up and left? They just, when it was, when he was revealed to be Rudy Giuliani, they just got up and walked off set while the cameras are rolling. Really? Like during, yeah, during the, the, the performance. So I, that's either going to air as is or the going to try and cut around it or i don't know what they're going to do but um but this is like when because who else did they have they had sarah palin do that show and then dancing with the stars had that same sort of controversy with um sean spicer Uh when when he was on what is it maury was that? I was going to say Sean Spicer. Yeah, and and that's one of the and Tom Bergeron had a real problem with the Sean Spicer thing. Yeah, yeah. And was you know most likely one of the factors on him not returning to that show. But yeah, Rudy Giuliani on that show, like to even so, ask, like everybody in Berta has to be on board if you're mm-hmm. going to have Rudy Giuliani on the mass Singer. But they can't tell the judges. No, no they can't. that's the that's the problem. And then they have to sit there and ask questions. Like yeah. you're trying to get like who it is. Oh my god, that would drive you crazy. But yeah, so they got up while the cameras were rolling and walked so off. Do you think so. they'll come back to the show? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, 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 just just moment. for that. Yeah, for that moment. Yeah, yeah. And then Damn. they'll they'll come. They they came back and finished doing everything else. But uh, I wonder how that's going to play out on television. Interesting. I don't know. Blurred lines. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, Whoopi Goldberg who is doing her two-week suspension. <laughs> Are you just catching that? Uh, no, no, I'm just laughing. No, I was trying not to laugh, but then I just laughed. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg, who's serving her two-week suspension from The View, uh, not on the show yesterday, and they really made very little, if any, mention at all all during the what? show yesterday. So I thought that they would go and they would have a conversation about it, right? Mm-hmm. But this is what like, they... Whoopi's they, not here. This is why. You all know why. She's uh-huh. doing blah, da, 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 da. So this is how Whoopi's absence was acknowledged on The View yesterday. Now, let's get things started. Good morning and welcome to The View. Um, you all saw the news. Whoopi will be back here in two weeks. Okay. Tara Setmayer has returned to guest co-host, so let's get to hot topics, <laughs> oh. ladies, shall we? Yes. So yeah. the Supreme Court That's Justice it. Neil Gorsuch oh. is hanging out with the <laughs> <laughs> it? Y'all saw I guess they figure like everybody saw the news. Everybody knows what's going on. I think they're pissed at her, to be honest Are with they you. They pissed at her or the fact that she was given a suspension. No, I think that I think Joyce. Because I thought at, if they were pissed at her, they would talk about it more. No, I think no, no, I think no no no, 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 not not when it comes to I think Joy. I think Joy's pissed at Whoopi, especially Joy. I think that she's pissed at Whoopi. Yeah. Uh, and and because and also you know ABC has fired people for a whole lot less, right? ABC yeah. and Disney they've they've fired people for a whole lot less um, than saying what Whoopi uh, Whoopi did, and then especially when Whoopi doubled down on Stephen Colbert and just like all of this stuff. Uh, but yeah, I think that Joy's, I think that Joy's pissed at, uh, pissed at Whoopi because it was, it was Whoopi who every, people were trying to be reasonable during that conversation. But the problem is they all, they all feel the same way about things now. The, the, the view, everybody agrees on everything on the view now, mm. and they don't want to eat themselves. They don't want to turn on each other. And when people tried to reason with Whoopi when she was going on this, like if you go back to that clip, like Whoopi was shutting them down. Yeah. And I think that that is... It was like they, old school, the view. And, and, they were and, always and, going at it, Well, right? and, and when everybody sits there, and the perception is that everybody sat there and said nothing yeah. while Whoopi was going off on this, and I would be pissed at that too. 
You know, what, like, what position am I in now to, mm-hmm. to have to deal with this? And, you know, now I'm the person that, you know, I just have to answer questions of why I didn't say anything. Well, because it was really difficult because she was, you know, yelling and she was shutting people down. And, she, you know, how, where do you even start with that conversation? But uh, that's how they handled it. Do you think she'll come the, back? Uh, yes. I, yes, Whoopi will 100% come back. Two weeks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, two weeks. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, uh, Rihanna, uh, announces uh, officially I, I mean sorry recognizes officially on instagram uh she posted her first um baby bump shot oh, I miss on, this. on oh, her I miss own it. on her own insta hold on bad bad girl. Okay, bad girl riri yeah um how the gang pull up to black history month that's the <laughs> caption and it's four slides uh one the first one is just her it looks like in the bathroom? Yeah, her bathroom? Yeah, yeah. Holding up her belly? Or holding up her belly. Holding up her shirt to reveal her belly. <laughs> and then the other three pictures are the ones that we all saw that got posted the other day with her right, ASAP Rocky. Right. Now, is this true? Hold on. So can somebody find me this? What? Hold on here. What? I gotta find this thing from Forbes magazine that had ASAP Rocky trending. What is it? No, hold on here. Is it going to make fun of the guy? No, no. Laughing at him for something he wore? No, no, no. It was just, it was not even really acknowledging. Hold on here. Can you, can somebody find that for me while I sort of go through something else here? Because the story, like local man was trending. And I just don't know if that was a tweet or oh, if they, no. or if they, they just sort of dismissed oh, originally no. a- ASAP Rocky as, as something, because I think it may be. Like yeah. he was like the, yeah, the lucky peasant. Yeah. Like I got together with yeah. the queen. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find because everybody was, everybody was like going in on this, uh, yesterday, how Forbes did ASAP Rocky dirty. Uh, see if you can find that for me. You guys looking for that? Did you find something, Maury? What'd you find? Anything? I'm just confirming with Shem if I found something good. Okay. Just confirming with Shem whether you found huh? something good. Does it look good? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means. Just confirming if I found something well, I, good. Yeah, it's found, a picture of a hamburger. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's good. Okay. Okay. Should, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. In the article, Forbes magazine, the writer writes, our angel Rihanna and local man. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Come on. Come on. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. This is Jeff Zucker resigned from CNN yesterday. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw that. This is all part of the. uh, I never heard uh, of that guy. So he runs CNN. Okay. Okay. And I didn't know that until yesterday. So Andrew Cuomo was a governor in New York, Mm -hmm. right? And then he got him embroiled in his sex scandal Mm -hmm. and then his brother chris cuomo got embroiled in his own at cnn and then also accused of helping his brother out and insider information and all this stuff and then when chris cuomo was on his way out he decided to basically like burn the whole place down Mm -hmm. so during his kind of depositions into all the investigations i guess he said like a whole bunch of stuff and then and then that led to cnn um, president jeff zucker resigning because he didn't disclose a relationship to the company that he was having with an employee so it is like this massive. Cuomo was like, "Wow, you want to talk about me? Exactly. Talk about this, 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 yes. and this." 
the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Um, a source close to Pamela Anderson says that the new show on uh, Hulu and Disney Plus, Pam and Tommy, is, uh, quote, uh, there's a sense that this show is re-exploiting Pamela. They say after the tape was made public, it was a very traumatizing situation, and it's unfair that she is being re-subjected to this trauma, like reopening a wound. Uh, Pamela deserves a level of respect. She's a human being and a mom. There's a sense of hypocrisy about it. It's her life, and she should have the decision as to whether it's turned into a commodity for public consumption. They go on to say that this was a very traumatic time uh, in Pam's life. She's a really good person, and I think uh, all she's ever really wanted was to be married and have a partner and have a nice life. Um, so if you remember at the time, so if, did you have you watched the show I didn't yet? Watch it yet? You haven't no, watched no. it yet? Is it good? Did you saw it? Uh, I watched uh, two episodes last night. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, it's a full out show. I thought it was a movie. No, it's a full out. It's eight episodes. Oh wow. Okay. Seth Rogen's really good in it. So it's the story of Sebastian Stan plays. Yeah, Tommy Lee and uh, Lily James um, Cinderella, which is really weird. Um, I know. Plays, um, Don't say that. <laughs> plays uh, plays <laughs> Pam Anderson. Uh, it's an interesting. It's an interesting show because this was the sort of first celebrity sex tape, mm. and the difference with this one compared to the other ones is people realized what it could do for a career, becoming notorious in that way. And so, a lot of the other ones that have been released um, have been staged. You know mm. what I mean? Or for yeah. the purposes of publicity, where this was in a giant, like five hundred pound safe in their house that a contractor stole. Right, and. <clears throat> They were going to release it on the internet. And so Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee were forced to cut a deal and accept money for it because they couldn't stop it. They yeah. weren't allowed to stop it. So it was you either. Even though it was their property. Even though it was their property. So you were either going to sit there and get nothing and have it everybody in the world see it or you were going to get something and have everybody in the world see it. And so they were basically forced to to cut a deal. Uh, the show is it's very well done. Like the show is funny. Yeah. Seth Rogen is really good in it. Um, but I fully see how this is re-traumatizing for Pam Anderson and not at all Tommy Lee, although Tommy Lee comes off awful in this really? not that How he long should are the not, episodes are they like long? an like yeah like they're long episodes oh, they're full, like like full episodes? yeah, wow. yeah they're, they're like full episodes right oh, okay. um he does not come off well at all but nor really should he for a lot of the things that he's done but i think you know maybe he's changed too and you know that is that is what it is but um but there's a lot of nudity mm -hmm. prosthetic nudity mm. like so sounds like cute. tommy lee prosthetic nudity oh sounds like you analyze uh, it's uh, it's it's impossible to not analyze mm. uh, because 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 the Wait, you stand up like close to the TV like press pause oh no 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 oh no oh, no no no, no. Uh, uh, like the the prosthetic nudity on Tommy Lee is also like CGI slash animatronic where they have a conversation together what okay then does that ruin it does it ruin it <laughs> um no wow. <laughs> in a weird way no. But yes, they have di they, they, huh? they have dialogue. They have dialogue. Could you imagine the person that came up with the tech to make that happen? Like originally, like back in the day, right? Would have no idea that their tech would lead right. to this. Yes, in twenty twenty two. And just for the fact checkers out there, if you think that that sounds ridiculous and made up, some of the stuff in this show is, of course, accurate. Other stuff they do. The create. talking to it is accurate. The talking to it is directly from Tommy Lee's biography that he wrote. No, it's from his memoir. Wow, facts that, on facts. That, that, that he has conversations <laughs> with it. Um, but in this, they actually bring that to life. It's like it's like Baby Yoda. 
right? You know? Oh, no, like, don't say that. <laughs> no. Come on, man. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Whoopi Goldberg is apparently livid after she was suspended from The View over her claim that the Holocaust was not about race and is telling her co-workers, this according to the uh, New York Post, that she may quit the show. Hmm. They say she feels humiliated. Um, her co-workers is in like her the other the, hosts? The co-hosts, the yeah. The co-hosts, wow. So she feels ABC executives mishandled this. She followed their playbook, they say. She went on the late show with Stephen Colbert and then apologized again on The View the next day. Uh, her ego has been hurt and she's telling people she's going to quit. Uh, her suspension from The View is like getting suspended from Bravo. They say the bar is very low. So hmm. yesterday on The View when they started the show, they really made very little mention of the fact that Whoopi was suspended. I had originally thought that maybe that the, the panelists were were pissed at Whoopi, but um, but I they're I think that they're just pissed at ABC. So here's how they started the view yesterday. Now let's get things started. Good morning and welcome to the view. Um, you all saw the news. Whoopi will be back here in two weeks. Okay. Tara Setmayer has returned oh, to damn, guest right. co-host. Like just, so let's just get like to that, topics, right? Ladies. So you think they're staying like in solidarity with I guess, yeah, with yeah. As so, opposed to being pissed and like she did what she did, she said what she said. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah. So Anna Navarro told the Daily Beast, "I love Whoopi Goldberg. I love the View. This was an incredible, unfortunate incident." Whoopi is a lifelong ally to the Jewish community. She is not uh, an anti-Semite. Period. I am sad, and I have nothing else to say. Mm. Um. It's unpaid as well, apparently. Uh, Whoopi's two-week suspension. She gets uh, five mil per year, and uh, I guess the Daily Beast, is, sorry, the Daily Mail is reporting that she will lose out on one hundred and ninety-two thousand dollars over the next um, two weeks. Uh, Anthony, buy groceries. <laughs> Anthony Anderson, uh, friend and comic of a uh, friend of Whoopi Goldberg's and a fellow comic, is uh, sticking up for Whoopi. So this is uh, Anthony Anderson on Whoopi's uh, comments and suspension. Something I just read so i don't know i don't know what the context of it was i do know that she apologized uh and i don't believe there was any malice um or she spoke from a place of malice um but you know sometimes we say things in the heat of the moment uh that we may not be informed fully about uh and uh and 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 what happens happens and uh but as long as a person can acknowledge that and admit uh um if they made it wrong or did it wrong and apologized for that wrong, uh, I, I think that that's fine. And uh, we can apologize if we said anything that offended someone, uh, especially if we didn't mean it. Uh, I think all should be forgiven. See, what the problem is, is that on that panel and on that show, mm-hmm. they have, regardless of other people's apologies, have lobbied for them to lose everything. Right. Right. That's so the problem. That's, that that's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. You can't now say, hey, listen, she apologized. Why aren't we just moving on? Because this show in particular is a show that does not really move on that mm-hmm. frequently from things. Uh, so, yeah. So I don't know whether Whoopi's going to quit or not. Um, maybe she I think that maybe she's just, you know, you're hurt and, you know, all this other stuff. You, you did all the things that they told you to do and then you still get suspended. Uh, it sucks. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Oh, so Nick Cannon. It was a weird thing because Nick Cannon had to, <laughs> Jesus, man. What? So Nick Cannon had to explain his celibacy. Nick Cannon had five what? kids in a year and a half. Uh, it was just announced that uh, his uh, there's he was at a, a gender reveal party over the weekend, which would be his eighth um, 
child yeah. with a woman. Um, so this is with a Brie uh, Tiesi, who mm. is uh, the a new expected woman or mother. like a, a woman uh, that he's had a a baby with already. So this is a new woman. Okay. Uh, so in October, Nick said that he was going to chill out and stick to celibacy, mm-hmm. vowing to quote try to be the best father I can be and be the best businessman I could be. So that was back in October, and then last weekend, everybody was like, "Yo, you're at another gender reveal party for another baby. Yeah. What happened to the celibacy? The, the math don't add up." Okay. So yesterday on on Nick's show, <laughs> yeah. he's forced to clarify like the timeline of. Celibacy. What's going on with the celibacy? So, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> no, because obviously I had the celibacy challenge. Like when we started, I'm glad you mentioned that because one of the reasons I couldn't say, or I just didn't choose to say it then, but I, my therapist was one of the ones who said I should probably be celibate. And the <laughs> reason why is because I had shared that news about, you know, Brie being pregnant. And it was like, yo, I don't know what to do. I felt like I'm not. I, I'm, I was trying to get a grasp. I was like, I have a new show coming out. And then that was the reason why I started my celibacy journey back oh, then. It all makes sense. So now, so what? So for anybody who's thinking, like, oh, he wasn't celibate, I was. No, I because did the math. I, was dealing I did the with, math. Because you said that in October. Yeah. And so how far along is Brie? Uh, I mean, if I'm thinking correctly, I think it's close to like 20 weeks. Or, okay, yeah, so yeah, so you week. didn't break your celibacy. Yeah, so. yeah, no, like, I li- this, this is why, because I was like, yo, I got to get my life under control <laughs> because I, I felt like I was out of control and that was, and honestly, that celibacy did help me through the journey of getting one with myself, being able to deal with this. And so now everybody knows why I was actually being celibate. Okay. okay. So he was being celibate because he got somebody else pregnant. Right? Oh, Nick Cannon. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Uh, we welcome Adil to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. What is good your man. question for everybody? I wanted to know if Maury can try Oreos dipped in pickle juice. Oreos oh. dipped in pickle juice. Now, is this something yeah. that you've done or you do currently? No, I actually saw this uh, trend on uh, TikTok. Oh. And I know Maury loves trying uh, crazy food, food challenges. I'm all about, yeah. you know, because if people, other people are doing it, I just want to see what the big fuss is about. Okay, so we're, um, we, we, we are set up here. Maury went downstairs just before we started this and uh, grabbed awesome. uh, Oreos. And what was it, pickle juice? Yeah, I have okay. two jars of pickle juice. Okay, so oh. Mocha, you're going to get in on this too. Is that what this is? Uh, yeah. Here for in this bag? Where do you find? Is it's that, Russian is, pickle juice. So, so hold on a second here. Is that just a jar of pickle juice? Like it's not a, it's not pickles? No, no. This is a, a jar of Russian pickle Ew. juice. Oh Look at this. God. Oh my God. This is my worst nightmare. This is so good. Yeah. <laughs> I, 250 mil. That's, that's a lot of pickle juice. Not easy to find. But what are you supposed to do with that? What do you People like, drink what? this. It's very good for like your oh. digestion. You can't oh. even say the word digestion. <laughs> but not the pronunciation, right? <laughs> it's fantastic for digestion, horrible for pronunciation. Okay, so... Yeah, okay, so, pour, Maury, um, pour a little bit into your glass, your pickle juice into your glass. Mocha's going to do the same. There we go. Okay. Okay, so you guys Oh, God, it smells. Like oh. what? Like well, pickles. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you both have that. Oh, Mocha, don't fill it so... Don't go so hard, man. Come on That's now. Oh, man. <laughs> it smells so bad. Yeah. Does it smell like pickles? 
Yeah, but like yeah? even more sour. Really? Okay. Now, oh. when we say dunk, like give it a dunk and a swish and a dunk and a swish. To let it absorb. Okay, so, Maury, you're going to go first on this, okay? Okay, can okay. I dunk and yeah, swish? Yeah, go. So, Maury, dunk it all in there, all the way to the fingers. Oh, my all God. All the way to the fingers. Keep oh it in there. Give but it the a, white like, stuff's absorbing it. it. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, now the whole thing goes in your mouth. Oh, God. What? 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 Oh my God! It's mushy and it tastes like sock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. There is no more cookie taste. No, it's just all. I imagine that the pickle juice is just so overpowering oh. that it would like completely oh. take over even it really the. Really stinks, guys. It really does. Okay, oh. Mocha. So, so same thing. You're gonna dip. You're gonna put it in all the way up to the fingers, oh. and then you're gonna swish it around. Mm-hmm. Leave it in there for just a couple of minutes, and then when you pull it out, you're gonna stick the whole thing in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, the mocha's going in for a second dip. Look at that. Okay, all the way down to the fingertips. Okay, now drip it off. Yeah. And then as soon as you get that last drop, pop it in your mouth. Ooh. Go for it. Oh, oh, oh. my God. Oh. <laughs> so bad. Oh. It's terrible. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's so wrong. It's really no, bad. come on. It's really like bad. Cookie? It's really, really bad. Yeah. Like the cookie? Yeah. After all that, it just became like ultra soft? Yeah. Are you just letting it dissolve in your mouth or are you actually trying to chew? It dissolves on its own. Yeah. It really does. This is so bad. (laughs) I didn't think it was even going to be that bad. Okay, now we have to drink a bit of this, right? Mocha is spitting now. Okay, Mocha is... just swallow. Mocha is just spat it all out into a plastic bag. is so gross. Okay. So, uh, wow. I did not think that that was going to... You guys, I thought, have had way worse oh, things than Oh, that's really than that. bad. Really, oh, huh? Dill. Mocha, wash some of it down with the okay, juice. Okay, Maury, no Maury, go ahead. Drink the rest of that if you can. No, 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 Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, okay, he tried. It went right back in the cup. Oh, it's warm. That was in your mouth for, I would say, like 10 seconds before you you could spit it out, right? Oh, that is vile. Yeah. That's pickles. It's pickle juice, yeah. Anyway, there you go, Adele. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Take care, thanks, th- thanks for the suggestion, man. That's real great. <laughs> All right. Katie asks this question. What is the first thing you do when you check into a hotel? Oh, God. First of all, I love staying at hotels. What's the first thing I do when I check into a hotel? I will. Uh, the first thing I do is I open up all the blinds. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just sort of the way it goes. I throw my suitcase on, if they have like a luggage holder, I'll throw it on there. If not, I throw the suitcase on the bed and I do not unpack. If I have a suit with me cause I'm working, then the only thing I do is I take the suit out and the suit goes, hangs in the closet. And then I go from the closet to the mini bar. Hmm. Um, Similar to you, the first thing I do is I want to see the view from the room. So I will I'm, open I'm up drinking the... within two minutes of being in a hotel room. Really? Yeah. I will open up the curtains, uh, and then I will check out the bathroom. Yep. And then I will start unpacking. You do you put stuff in drawers in hotels? I do. You do not. I do. Dude, that's so dangerous. Is it? Why? I never. I never. Really? I'm terrified I'm gonna leave something. Uh, I no. never use the I drawers. I start unpacking everything, like my carry-on, like whatever stuff I have. Really? I start huh? unpacking uh, all, all my clothing and my luggage. I will start taking it all really? out. Really? Yeah, and I put them away in drawers, and then I will take all my luggage and put them in the closet. And even Okay, so so if I go, if I because if, if I'm doing stuff for work, so I have my hair dryer, I got my hair stuff, I got makeup, all mm-hmm. this other stuff. Like it's, Everything's in a big sort of kit bag, right? 
So if I go into the bathroom, like if I'm getting ready, I'll go in, do my hair, do my makeup, brush my teeth, all that stuff. I pack everything back up in the makeup bag and put the makeup bag back in my luggage. Really? I don't leave. I don't even leave oh. it in the bathroom. No, I unpack all my toiletries. Really? Everything like you, you is you out move there. In. The... Yes. Really? Yeah. This is my spot now for the next however long. Wow. Completely. Yeah, no, I don't move in. Maury? Uh, Dan Maury. I uh, do what Mocha does as well. First of all, I check out the view. Then I also unpack everything. Then I go and um, put all my toiletries on, like whatever shelf there is. I like to see what kind of products they have. I also put some of those in my luggage so that the next time I go down, I could say, I'm sorry, there was no shampoo in the room. If you can, wow. I'm not in the room if you want to put some so in lie. there. So you're li- so I'm drinking within two minutes. You're lying within one. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. God Shem, damn. the times that you've traveled? Um, you know, the, one of the first things I'll do is I, I personally take up all the sheets and I, off the bed just because I'm always super paranoid that I'm going to see something that I don't want to see in the sheets. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a, like a bug or a stain? Well, it could be both. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And I try, I try yeah. not to. And then, uh, yeah, then I go to the, then I look in the bathroom, look at the tub, same exact thing. And then I have sex. I'm with somebody. Please. So, what I do. <laughs> yeah, me. I, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Nice. I meant to add that to my list, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rayman46 asks, do you prefer Miracle Whip or mayonnaise on your sandwich? First of all, nobody eats Miracle Whip. I can't remember the last time I had Miracle Whip. Nobody eats. No. That's a fake fake mayo right yeah it's salad dressing that you it's salad dressing spread that you put on a sandwich but it was always cheaper than mayonnaise right sure and i grew up my ma only ever used to use miracle whip Mm -hmm. on everything and i grew up for the first like i would say i was about nine or ten and i only knew tuna sandwiches made with miracle whip right and i love tuna sandwiches and I was out one time, and I was starving, and my mom was like, okay, well, good. we'll just grab you a sandwich. And we were out somewhere. We found, like, a deli, and she grabbed me a sandwich. It was a tuna sandwich. And it was as if I ate tuna for the very first time in my life. I couldn't understand why this was the best tuna sandwich I ever had. And I kept asking my mom, I'm like, why does this taste different? Why does this taste different? And she was like, it's the exact same thing that we make at home. It's the exact same bread. It's the exact same, t- it's the exact same everything. And it was years later until I realized the difference between I thought Miracle Whip and mayonnaise was just two different names of the same product. Right. I didn't realize that they tasted so different. And now I realize that I spent so much of my life eating tuna with Miracle Whip as opposed to mayo. On the label, the Miracle Whip label, yeah. it says the one-of-kind taste of creamy mayo and tangy dressing. Yeah. But I guess it's lighter. Maybe that's why people prefer it, because the actual mayo is made with egg. It's thicker. Yeah, no, I don't know. Miracle Whip is thick. Like, Miracle Whip is thick. But compared to mayo. Yeah, it's thick. Uh It's still thick. Thick, 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 thick. People are going to slow this down. I know it. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) It's so thick. Wow. (laughs) Um, Uh, David Moore, do you prefer Miracle Whip or mayo? Mayonnaise. Thousand percent mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. I use mayonnaise on everything. Oh, it's always mayo. Yeah. Always mayo. Did you guys ever have Miracle Whip growing up, though, or is that just me? Yeah, I actually, we used to have, like, mayo and ketchup. Like, I used to mix that together and yeah, put that's them on fries, But you never right? had Miracle Whip, though. Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. no, no, no. More my dad was all about Miracle Whip because it's cheaper. Yeah. We used to also, my mom used to buy margarine. Sorry, it wasn't even margarine. It was called bargerin. 
which was bargain <laughs> um, margarine bargarine which was they said it was some like hybrid combo between actual butter and margarine so it was called bargarine um, but she used to buy this in a used to come in a Tupperware like a, a pla- hard plastic container uh-huh. And when I tell you the size that it fit, it took up an entire shelf in the fridge, okay? It Stop would, it. I'm, I'm not even joking, okay? This container that it would come in was as big as a shoebox. What? A bargain? Of bargain. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so it was, but it never quite got hard. Like, you know, put butter in the fridge, it goes hard. Yeah. Right. Margarine does not at all. This was sort of a, like, again, an in between stage where you could still spread it. And you would, we would get in so much trouble. Like, you have no idea how much trouble we'd get into because my brother would come home from school and he would make toast and he would just open the top of the bargain box yeah. and take a piece of toast and scrape it across <laughs> the top of the box of bargain. Yeah. Right? So it left crumbs in there. Crumbs everywhere. Yeah. Right? Like everywhere. And he got in so much trouble for doing huh? that. But yeah, yeah, that's what we had. We how had, much was the top of bargain? Can you remember? Uh, realistically, I'm yeah. going to guess under $5. Really? Yeah. A massive tub like that. Massive tub wow. of margarine. Under, remember, under $5. Do you remember my dad was all about country crock? Do you remember country crock? Yeah, country crock was, was another butter? one. Yeah, it, it was like butter? it was like a bar it was like a butter-ish thing. Yeah, margarine. it was not margarine and it was not butter. Yeah, yeah. Country crock wow. is what it was. They didn't even call it anything. It was just like country crock. And and I can't believe it's not butter. And then there was that. What yeah, was that? Yeah. I can't <laughs> I don't know. Who knows what it was? Yeah, can't yeah, believe I it. I don't know. Yeah. Grace says here. How do you eat cereal? Pour cereal in a bowl, then add milk, or pour milk first and then add the cereal. Oh, the first one. Yeah. It's always that way because that way you you never know how much cereal you're going to need, so you don't want to put too much milk. Plus, if the cereal's there first, it won't float around as much. Yeah. Like, I think my kid read somewhere that, like, this was a debate, and now she only puts milk in first. Oh, really? Right, yeah. I've tried both ways. She's like, it's just how I do it. I prefer... Cereal, then milk. Do you know yeah. Matthew, my husband, microwaves the bowl after he adds the milk? Why? He doesn't like the milk to be too cold, so he puts it in the microwave. He likes you know? warm milk and cereal? Yeah. My dad used to. Actually, both my parents used to do that. Really? When I was a kid and they gave me cereal. Yeah. Pour the milk into the bowl. Yeah. Put the bowl in the microwave. Let the milk warm up and then pour cereal on top. Really? Mm-hmm. Or. I never heard of such a thing. Milk yeah. in a cup. Microwave it up and and then pour on top of the cereal. Really, mm-hmm. it's huh. so weird. He like he you know he microwaves the cereal too. He put the cereal then the oh, milk. Oh, the cereal as well. Yeah, and he puts oh, it in weird. there for like oh, twenty no, seconds. No. I haven't had cereal probably in about like a bowl of cereal mm-hmm. tw- over twenty years. Really? Oh yeah. We have it as a midnight snack all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Catherine as an adult still eats cereal. I do not. What kind does she have at home? Do you know? I don't know, man. Like some panda puff thing that she gets. Oh, she gets the know. healthy ones. Like, yeah. What do you guys have? Or, or cinnamon checks. They are, they eat a lot of cinnamon checks. I too. love checks, but yeah, we do life yeah, brand. Yeah, yeah. We like, love life. Like, like eighty year olds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Miss Finsa says here: Does Dammit Mori watch the show Hot in Cleveland, or does that ruin the Golden Girls for him? Have any of you ever loved or hated an actor's performance or character so much in a certain show or movie that watching that watching them in anything else after that was difficult? Dan Morris. So the first I do not watch. Question. I don't. I've never watched Hot in Cleveland. I watched like one episode and I didn't really care for it, but it never ruined anything about Betty White because I watched um, Maude, which was B. Arthur's first show, mm-hmm. and then watched Golden Girls, and I thought that her performance in Maude was. Eh. 
But I loved her in Golden Girls. Sometimes you sound so old, Maureen. Like, it's incredible. <laughs> I'm answering a damn question. I know, I know but you're, like, I know, out you're of going, all the questions, you're, like, real passionate about I this know, one, which makes know. you sound super old. Uh, like, you have opinions about Maude. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have no idea what you're talking you about, know, too. You know what I mean? You Maude know. was her name. It okay, was a spinoff of All in the Family. Uh, yeah. Shem, you were shaking your head yes. So, actually, this is actually quite recent, and I know it might not be super popular. Uh, Kristen Bell, in that damn new show, if with the woman in the house across the yeah, street yeah, yeah, or whatever, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated that entire thing. You, I didn't, really you didn't like the show at all? I hated it completely. Did you? I really? really huh? And I love Kristen Bell. I love The Good Place. I think she's fabulous. I love her and Dak Shepard. Yeah. I hated What did this. you hate about it? Everything. What, because everything? Because, A, like you said, I didn't know what I was watching. Yeah. I didn't know if it was a comedy. I, if, and if, if it was, it wasn't funny at all. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know if it was supposed to be serious. And if it was, again, didn't really get that impression from it. I just felt like after seven episodes or eight episodes, what the hell did I just watch? I loved it, except for the very last episode. I loved everything except for how they ended it. Mm. Mm. It pissed me off. Like you, you when like when you when it's all re- sort of revealed, kind of thing. I that's hated what you didn't like? the reveal. I hated. Yeah. How do don't I say, say it? none. I didn't watch it yet, so don't spoil anything. Okay, I hated the reveal. I'll just okay. leave it at yeah, that. Okay, but hold on a second here. So, so close your ears for just one sec, Mocha. Damn it. Close okay. your, No, no. Wait, I'm not. I'm going to say anything. That the the one thing that I the one thing that I did like about it, right? That that ending, Maury, mm-hmm. is that they set this up as far as like a puzzle that you're trying to you know figure out as an audience member and like a, a whodunit is she going crazy? What's happening? Everything else, and then it's one of those things where you get to the end and you're just like, oh yeah, so it is the title then, right? Oh crap! I never even thought of that. You just said <laughs> you know, that. You know what I mean? I didn't even realize because I didn't even put two and two That's together. That's what I loved. That's what but I, I loved. I hated that, that that was who did it. Yeah, but of course, right? Yeah. Like, like that's it's sort true. of what I loved and about I, it. I get it. I right? get it. Oh, I yeah. never even thought of that. Wow, you're so smart. How did you figure that out? I read the title. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Safe to come back in now. <laughs> yes. 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 Oh. All right. Uh, we have. Uh... <laughs> okay. We'll end on this, and I feel like the answer is going to be very quick. Yeah. Sorry, Mocha, I need a second. <laughs> did you just put TH in second? Uh-huh, he sure did. That's <laughs> weird. I've never uh, heard You missed what I said, but it was yeah. damn funny. Okay, go um, ahead. I'll listen to it on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Parna says here, would you rather, would you rather smell poop forever mm. or smell like poop forever? <laughs> I, I would rather like... smell poop because then nobody thinks I smell like poop. But the problem Presumably... with this is, regardless, you're going to live the rest of your life smelling poop. Let me put it. Let me put a caveat on there, okay? You either smell poop forever, or you smell like poop forever, but can't smell it. Oh, oh. Wait, so but the way Mocha read it, presumably you smell you smell of it and you smell it. But then you but they both 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 but but basically what they're saying saying is would you like to smell poo forever? And the answer is no. The answer is no. But let's say, would you like to have really rancid poo smell in your nose at all times? Okay, or would you rather smell like rancid poo but just not be able to smell it? Does the poo smell in your nose change? Or is it always consistent? No. No, it's just it's just poo smell. Okay. I would rather I feel like I could probably get away with smelling like poo yeah. and not being able to because if anyone questions, I can just say like a medical thing. No, but then you're right. never going to like have a, you're, you'll never have but sex like, again. Like you will just always reek like hot, 
feces, oh, right? Man. I'd rather be yeah, in my nose. No. I could, you get used to it. Yeah, but I'm thinking... Because, like, think about people who shovel poo for a living. No, but, like... But even still, like, everything you eat, like, everywhere you go... It ruins is, all of that. It would ruin everything. Like, but when the I, wind blows, right? Like, you're outside, and a gust of wind hits you in the face, that is all just going to be where feces. both scenarios ruins it for you? Yeah. Is when you have to be intimate. Yeah. Yes. Right? Because yes. you can't try to be intimate with someone, and all you smell inside your nose is poo. No. And then how are you going to feel trying to get intimate with someone when all they smell is poo? Right. But That's here's, not sexy. But, right. But here's the difference is that you could live a life, okay, if you only smelled poo. Right? You could live that life. You can't get into nightclubs if you, you smell like poo. You, it would be very difficult for you to live a life if you smelled like poo. They won't let you into restaurants. Right? Like you could still go about your day ruined. Right, granted, ruined oh. if all you smelt was poo. It would be extremely difficult for you to do normal things, right? Imagine you at a funeral, right? Like oh, yeah. you would just look so disrespectful showing up to a funeral smelling like that. You didn't even right? clean like, yourself. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> like how dare you, you know? Uh, like you know, you're going to go to a uh, – like, yeah, like the point, guy in the coffin smells better than you. Yeah, like at some point your boy's going to be on stage at some school play and you're going to be the parent that sits there, right? Oh, Proud yeah. of your son. And you're all anybody's going to talk about, <laughs> right? Or what about when friends start coming over to the house and like a friend walks by you and, and you know, the, fil the filter the kids have, it's not – non-existent right? right and they're just gonna like talk about how much you stink and then when they go to school yeah his like, dad smells like, like poo. yeah exactly <laughs> right like you can't and then live, i become poo dad yeah you can't cool. live a life reeking like poo you just can't right, so poo in the nose then yeah, everybody everybody i'm taking <laughs> yeah, poo, poo in the, the nose. nose all right thanks for that disgusting question parna uh thank you for all of your questions keep them coming in ask Roz and mocha appears on instagram at kiss 925 every week and this is where we get the questions from thank you for listening this has been the Roz and mocha show podcast thanks for listening to the Roz and mocha show podcast catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on kiss 92.5 kiss 92.5.com or download the kiss 92.5 app